everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. It is a, well, where to start? This is the week that we've all been waiting for. Well, apart from that whole episode 100 stuff that we did there for a little while and, and dragged out over three shows. Um, this is the Cheap Shots Challenge show, uh, round four. Five, I think definitely 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 the food round uh, and this is the week that we get to look at all the pictures that you have submitted and you know and all that other sort of slightly over competitive stuff that the sunbeams do between us sadly no Rachel this week Rachel is in I think Estonia doing some commercial work um, and uh, apparently they don't have Skype in Estonia, either that or she's making some other poor excuse. Uh, but I do have with me, um, and I'm delighted to share a Cheap Shots Challenge show with this gentleman. Graham, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, thanks, Aid. And yeah, I mean, this is a classic Cheap Shots manoeuvre. HR's buggered off uh, through fear of the hammering her picture's going to get. Um, although at least compared to you, she did manage to get pictures. Sorry picture in and she managed to get one picture and she said she was very proud that she managed to get one picture in so i mean i don't know slow clap for rachel well just just the one, one slow clap <laughs> oh, so, so yeah actually if there's only one clap how can you tell it's a slow one <laughs> well look <laughs> that's a very good point look let's just all agree rachel's got the clap and move on <laughs> okay good time to introduce our guest <laughs> speaking of people who've got the clap well no not <laughs> well, no that's not where i was going out before listen let me let, let me do this clearly you're in a funny mood this evening already are you gearing up for losing is that what this is you're already getting like aggressive yes okay all right tell you what then tell you what um, I shall introduce our guest. I'm really, ha- I, I'm really glad to have this person back on the show. It seems like it's been forever since we've spoken. Eric, 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 how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you guys? Oh yes, absolutely good. Uh, it's been a lovely yes. sunny day here. Um, how is the weather? How is the weather in uh, Oregon? Uh, well, Washington. Um, it is. <laughs> no, no, we've been through this already. Before we switched on the record, you definitely live in Portland. I said Oregon on purpose. <laughs> oh well, okay. In Portland, um, it's uh, it's a little sunnier because it's springtime. A little warmer temperatures. The crippling depression isn't as crippling. Okay. okay all right listen sorry i am sorry i'm sorry that was a joke from before we hit the record button how is life in seattle <laughs> it's it's uh it's good it's good it's going well here um it is uh sunnier it's it's uh less rain it's really nice That's good summers nice. here but yeah. to not have rain in Seattle, it, I mean, that must be a lovely couple of days you're enjoying there. So that's ooh, really good. It's, it's been so long since you've been on, Eric. We probably ought to do a bit of a quick recap because there may be people listening who have not heard your previous um, visits to the show. Um, so for those people, you your uh, photography tends to be quite focused on fairly specific things, doesn't it? So you 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 tend to shoot with real old film for a start, uh, at least in our in, and um, you like using real cameras and you like going out and exploring uh, the. Yeah, interesting areas, the the um more untouched areas around. Is that still what you've been up to lately? That is, yeah. Lately, I've been doing just kind of more of the same, more nature than towns so far. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's basically it. Old old cameras, old film, old places. 
and you you your quest has always been to try and go and visit these towns and places and try and get pictures which um could have been taken 50 60 years ago how, how are you finding that you it seems as though that became more and more of a struggle as cars were appearing everywhere are you having any more success um yeah you just go to places where there aren't people and <laughs> even better <laughs> it's it's just wonderful it's it's beautiful <laughs> no it, yeah it's, it's actually getting easier i'm learning how to shoot around things um and and really just going to places where not a lot of people have been and then when you're in places where there are a lot of people learning how to just kind of get the right angle to get them out of there because uh, people <laughs> you love them you know you whilst you're here again i wanted to pick your brain about a couple of things the first thing was and oh right you have to um bear with me one second cause because we had i had a message come through the other day uh and it was asking about a particular kind of film and um the film in question is um hawkeye surveillance film and and a oh. gentleman on instagram i said oh do you know anything about it went no but I bet I know a man who does. Is this something that you've shot, Eric? It is, yeah. And yeah. what can you tell us about it? It is... Um, it's not incredibly remarkable. Uh, it's just kind of fun to know, like, oh, this used to be surveillance film. Um, they used to use it in stoplights to catch people running stoplights. Ah, okay, yes. You know, I'm not sure what you call them in, in wherever you guys are. Generally just speed cameras, actually. but or, okay. Well, actually, no, they would be traffic light cameras, I guess, if the, if they were if they were at lights. Yeah. And so before you had the digital, you had, uh, you had this. Um, yeah, it's, it's some interesting stuff. It's kind of, um, well, it's a 400-speed film, and the latitude is crazy latitude. You can kind of shoot it wherever, and it'll be fine. Um, it leans a little towards the red and is a bit saturated, but, yeah. uh, that can be fun. And, um, and as far as developing and stuff like that, I mean, what's it a good, what's good for developing? Cause you experiment oh, with all sorts of different stuff. Just C41. It's just a regular C41 film. Oh, Rick, I assumed for some reason, I'd assumed it was a black and white film. I don't know why. Oh, I don't know. This, <laughs> this is color yeah oh cool well there you go um, i managed to find whilst you were talking that that was um uh instagram user we are th we are 138 was asking that who's a gentleman oh, nice. called yanni gentleman <laughs> called yanni over over in australia so um someone is a misfits fan <laughs> uh, uh, that's a misfits thing is it it's, it's a misfits reference yeah we are 138 yeah oh there you go well i hope that's helpful i i did promise that i would ask um the other thing i wanted to ask you about eric is before we got on the show you were talking to us a bit about um some experimenting that you've been doing with different color developers following on from this c41 stuff yeah um a lot of us are shooting like vision films uh, like motion picture films and technically, they're supposed to be developed not in C41, like most color films, but in a process called ECN2, uh, Eastman Color Negative 2. And it's a very different developer than C41, though you get this kind of the same results. You get a negative, a color negative. Um, but I've found that when you develop C41 film in this ECN2, developer and motion picture film developer the colors are kind of not like a color shift like you do in, with like cross-processing e6 and c41 
but it really boosts the reds mm-hmm. and um and and anything anything red really really pops out and all the, all the colors really pop out to the point where when you're scanning them in you you sometimes have to desaturate it a little bit because it's kind of crazy um but i really like it in most films but you know, kind of just sorting through like what, okay, what, what I want to develop in C41, what I want to develop in ECN2. Even finding that some, that I like some motion picture films better in C41. So, so is it mostly the color shifts that are the, the thing that you'll see when you do? I mean, I, as you said, I've shot some um, of the Vision 3 film and I always develop my stuff in C41 thus far. Yeah. Is it worth? trying to do it in the ec2n if you want to play with raw chemicals yes if you enjoy <laughs> if, you, if you enjoy playing who does raw chemicals <laughs> yeah then yeah it, it's wonderful um, how, how much more tra- hassle is it than a c41 kit it's not well it's a lot more hassle because it's not a kit right um so once you get it all mixed up it's a very similar process, um, except that with a lot of kits, you have a Blix, which is a which is the bleach and fixer put mm. together. Um, with the with with traditional C forty one and with ECN two, your bleach and fix are separated. Mm. So, I bleach with a, a different bleach than the C forty one bleach. It actually is is. Uh, um, more of a yellow color because you're using less potassium ferrous cyanide. And I'm using uh, Ilford Rapid Fix, the same stuff that I use for my black and white stuff. That's cool. I've um, recently, because I was developing my just for the Cheap Shots Challenge as recently as last night, because I like to leave things to the very last minute. And um, the because the first, this I'm on the, my actually on my third C41 kit so I started with the Fuji Hunt kit which is fantastic it's a does a really good job yeah. um and it's also definitely the most economical way of doing it um yeah. but the problem is that I don't shoot anything like enough to make that worthwhile so I'd got through less than half of it before it got super expired um and it's quite slow going as well doing the developing it probably takes about not far off 20 minutes to go through the whole process um and then uh Andrew Bartram gave me a rolly a little rolly kit um which I used to do a few films and it was only a very small kit but it was great that was quite good that um because the Fuji kit had separate bleach and fix oh right the um, Rolly kit had Blix in it. The one I've got now, uh, which I bought recently from Nick and Trick, is by a, an Italian company, I think, called Bellini. Um, and I'm really liking this because it's really quick. Um, it's got a separate bleach and fix again. Um, but I'm trying, the, the dev time is like, it's about three minutes or three minutes, 15 seconds in a developer, yeah. then okay. 40, 40 seconds in the bleach um really uh, yeah for because the bleach you you don't dilute the bleach the bleach just you it's in the bottle that it's in you do not dilute that down it's 40 seconds in the bleach and then a minute and a half in the fix um and then you yeah and then you um the stabilizer you kind of it's you add you basically wash it with stabilizers you're doing multiple washes with stabilizer and tipping it out um (laughs) and so one it's a really quick process you know it's like less than half the time of doing it with the fuji hunt kit uh 
and also I, I found cause one of the biggest problems I always have is with um, dust on my negatives, particularly with color stuff. And these came out really nice and clean, even though they were sat hanging up to dry all night. They were really nice and clean. And I did add some um, Ilford, uh, is it Ilford Toll, the um, cleaning stuff that uh, Ilford makes? The um, I think it's Ilford Toll. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, I did add <laughs> some of that to the stabilizer. Um, but anyway, regardless, I got pretty for me pretty good clean eggs and yeah under 10 minutes it's really it's a real nice breezy thing and, and um yeah so i'm enjoying using that it seems to be working well it's you know not as cost effective as buying one of those big fuji hunt kits but i don't shoot enough to make that worthwhile so i definitely recommend especially for somebody who maybe hasn't done color developing before give, give that bellini kits from nick and trick a look because yeah they're pretty yeah. <laughs> pretty good quite pleased with nice. that. I don't think it's available in the U.S., but oh. kind of cool if it were, yeah, I, I dig that. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, you've got a few things that we don't, but um, clearly that isn't one of them. We no. still haven't managed. Pers- we haven't managed to persuade Aid even to try black and white developing yet, Eric. Can what? you believe it? <laughs> I don't what? shoot black and white, really. Well, now you know how easy. <laughs> I only, shoot, I only really shoot color, so that yeah, I, I haven't actually got any black and white to develop. Yeah, no good. Um, the one thing that I keep hearing on quite a few uh, of the American podcasts is about people using um, sous vide cookers with their C41 processing. But what? Okay, so... Isn't that, the, the, isn't that the boil in the bag thing that you see on MasterChef? Yeah, yeah so this is... Uh, it's, it's a water heating thing you punk in. And, uh, oh, I don't unnecessary. Know unnecessary. <laughs> You're not using that. They seem quite expensive. I looked into it because getting the water to temperature is the bit that puts a lot of people off doing C41, I think. Well, um, well just get a get a cooler, like a, like a Coleman or an Igloo cooler, and fill it with really hot water. Yeah. And keep your bottles in there. Get it to temp, and then it's fine. Yeah, get it that- around 100, 102, 104. It... C41 is pretty lenient with that. It's people get really freaked out by the temperature. Not a big deal. Yeah, I, I that is exactly what I do. I've got a big water cooler, uh, not a big water cooler. I've got a big cooler box that I mm-hmm. pulled out of a skip somewhere. Oh, that might be useful. <laughs> and um, I think the thing is, you read the directions that come with these kits, and particularly the Fuji one. It was so precise. Like you yeah. will, uh, you will. Um, agitate for two seconds at this time and then five it was like but the reality is it's pretty much like black and white just kind of close enough is fine just, yeah do the <laughs> best sweet. you can i mean you're not you're not a professional lab if you want it done in like a real specific way give it to a lab if you yeah. just want to do it it's it's not it's not rocket science it's pretty simple chemistry and yeah. there's a lot of latitude here on the subject the one last thing we're going to talk about yeah, before we go to um, the judging section. Uh, but we've all been having a look on the subject of pretty simple chemistry. We've all been having a look at the pictures uh, which Kodak released this week um, of some of the first shots we've seen with the new ectochrome. Um, <laughs> because you wanted to talk about this, didn't you, Eric? Well, you know, I, I, I saw it and I was, I was shocked that they would be they would release these three pictures as the first three examples of the new ectochrome and that would be fine if ectochrome didn't have 
a long history of amazing photos behind it. Like if it were just some tiny company saying, oh, we threw this stuff together and mixed it up. And here's what we got. A blurry Campbell's soup can, a splotchy picture of a woman, and a really crappy picture of an tenement building. <laughs> I'd be like, good, that's great. Keep plugging away, man. You're getting there. But this is Kodak. <laughs> so I was like, what the hell are you thinking? These are three awful pictures. One of them, and, the, the, one of them at least, the the, the 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 soup can looks like it has been the 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 image that's been posted is somebody using their phone to take a photograph of an old CRT screen or something. Like that. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I, I guess I would be, but I wouldn't be that surprised if the Campbell's was Super Eight. It really looks like a Super Eight example, and I don't know if they're gonna. I think they're they're making Super Eight Ectochrome. Yes, supposed to be. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. I mean. I don't know why it would look different since it's the, since it's just the same film, but it's it's blurry. I don't know. I mean, I'm not like a professional, but isn't blurry bad? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it is if you're trying to sell product. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I wasn't I wasn't too far off. There. No, 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 okay. no. I think you're, I think you're prob- probably onto something there. <laughs> All right. All right. Blurry bad. In focus. Good. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's it is it is strange. I mean, the weird the weirdest thing is that these pictures have been released. Um, and, you know, and and I'll, well, I'll read the thing that goes with it because they shared them both on Facebook and on Instagram. And the post that goes with it on both is um, our development team has been making great progress over the last few months with the Ectochrome update. We want to share a few photos which were shot on Ectochrome film made on our pilot scale equipment. Hopefully you like them as much as we do. Be sure to like and follow for more Ectochrome announcements. And that's all the information that they give. As you said, they don't say whether it's shot on Super 8 or 35mm. Yeah. Um, and um, the on Instagram in particular... Just the quality, not the the, the the quality of the pictures was terrible. Um, and I think they actually say on there, oh, yeah, we pulled them off of a video. Um, so why why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, put your best foot forward. Um, it, it's, uh, I, I, I know that it must be very um, difficult for them because people are really screaming for this ectochrome at the moment uh everybody is really hassling them and whenever kodak announce anything else that's going on because kodak is a very diverse business their portfolio is very broad and, and, a, and a lot of the money that they make is through licensing deals so stuff like that comes up and whenever something comes up thing oh we're doing this with these people doing that all you see is everybody going where's ectochrome where's ectochrome where's ectochrome it's like i Believe it or not, the, the people who are involved with licensing aren't actually making the films. This isn't pulling people away from the one to the other. Um, Kodak should feel a little bit better now because the comments I've seen, almost all of them are just glowing. Oh, this is amazing. It looks great. Wonderful colors. And at first I thought there was something wrong with me. <laughs> like, what's, what's wrong with me? But no, um, I... I you know, I'm, I've talked to a few other people. I'm like, no, no, it's just nobody's nobody wants to complain about it because they're afraid they'll just be like, ah, screw it, we're not doing Ectochrome anyway. Which I don't think at this point they would do. Now they probably do that. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, 
Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah. I I have confidence that the product that comes out will be good in the end. I I do have confidence. Though. I mean, you know, they are Kodak. They yeah. make film, and. Mm-hmm. I know that what they're doing is a difficult thing. It isn't just a case of going back to the recipe book, going, well, we made this before, let's make it again, because... Why? Why isn't it that? Well, I mean, the thing, when we went to visit Ilford, um, one of the things that they spend a lot of their time doing is dealing with the fact that chemicals can no longer be used. So they're constantly having to change the way that they're doing things as regulations change and stuff like this. So so that work to create to keep the product stable whilst actually changing the ingredients. It's, you know, it's a difficult, a difficult problem. They were working um, really hard at that, weren't they as well? Because they, they were talking uh, a lot about having to manage their supply chain because, mm. because the, the supply chain partners would go out of business. And so, you know, even if it wasn't illegal to use the product, they couldn't source it anymore. And so they had to find, you know, sometimes they had very quickly to try and find a new supplier with a substitute product that may or may not be the same thing and stuff like that. So it's it's quite tricky, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's not an easy thing to do, bringing, bringing a new film to market and having to, it's, it is a tricky thing. And yeah, it's frustrating for us all that it's taking a long time, but I mean, you know, let's, take a quick look at Ferrania and go, oh yeah, these things are just hard. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's not as if, I think people have this assumption that, oh, well, Kodak's a huge company, can just throw money at these things and get it done. It's like, well, actually no, Kodak's a company which just skirted completely going out of business. Uh, what are we at? Uh, six years ago now? Is it tw- 2012, I think? Sometime um, like that, yeah. 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 And, you know, things are still very lean in, in kodak towers so they can't just hurl money at stuff and make things happen quickly um so anyway uh hopefully we'll get some better quality pictures so we can really see what's happening with it and get a bit more excited about it but yeah i couldn't agree with you guys more those are some pretty lousy pictures <laughs> In a very oh, strange well. way to start off. Yeah, it is, it, it is. is. But but it's a good segue there, Graham, whether you meant it or not. <laughs> talking about, talking about uh, you know, let's see some better pictures. This is, of course, our Cheap Shots Challenge. Uh, and we are just about to see some better pictures, uh, which I'm looking forward to. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing your pictures as well, Graham, and Rachel's picture. So let's see. Uh, <laughs> so i think right now is a good time to take a short break and we will come back and look at uh, the listener submissions for round five of the cheap shots challenge woohoo let's go And we're back, and it's exciting, and I'm really looking forward to this, especially seeing as I missed the last Cheap Shots Challenge show. I can't remember where I was, somewhere in North America, somewhere, I don't know, uh, somewhere. Anyway, um, good stuff that we now have loads and loads of entries, so thank you, everybody. First of all, first of all and foremost, thank you, everybody who has entered. Uh, We have got a fantastic set of entries this time around. And it's really good to see uh, some uh, people who've submitted before, but it's also really good to see some new names and and more entries. So really pleased for that. We are going to take a look at those entries right now. Um, 
they will be by the time you get this show they will be on our website uh the sunny 16 podcast.com website that graham's been working so so hard on recently graham have you managed to get a slick process for uploading and creating galleries now oh yes yeah well it's pretty easy so yeah if you go um to the website and there is a tab there for cheap shots challenge and then just kind of hover over that and click on the one for food and then you'll see all the pictures there in sort of a splashdown gallery and then if you click on them it'll give the information about who took each picture and you can follow along as you're listening and it should work on the phones just as well um just don't do it if you're driving so i was just about to say there is a health and safety warning out actually uh so a friend of the show mark hickford uh tweeted earlier today saying i'm guessing we'll probably need to listen to this one on a computer a laptop rather than driving or walking about so i helpfully replied to mark um absolutely no free health advice here um, <laughs> we are not insured for that kind of thing at all so i have to say that all listening to the show is done entirely at the listeners risks well the good thing is that for each one of these pictures aid is going to give a good description of what the picture is so at least in theater of your mind you'll be able to imagine what the picture looks like so <laughs> that's not in the show notes you monkey <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay so we'll give it we'll give it a go and uh we'll see we'll, we'll see what we learn as we go and and uh you know of course eric uh, uh will be invited to uh to comment on these as well and graham you may have some technical information from supporting emails and stuff like that so let's see how we go and we will start off with uh the first image uh which is a name i'm probably going to get wrong but i'll give it a shot so uh first image is been submitted by tony skokovic i think skokovic let's let's Sounds... let's try that <laughs> okay so Sounds... you want me to paint pictures with words here now do you yes please aid okay all right so tony has uh, actually tony has submitted two shots uh the first uh is uh, a restaurant window uh in fact it's a restaurant that's closed and there's just a sign in the window saying new restaurant opening soon and reflected in the uh the glass is uh is a street scene um including uh the photographer uh, so that uh, looks like um, uh, it's a sort of you know, low-rise suburban street scene uh, with some kind of uh, restaurant building. Uh, and then the second one from Tony uh, looks like it might be of an open restaurant. Uh, we can see him reflected in the glass this time, um, and it says fish and chips homemade. Uh, so uh, both of these are in black and white, uh, both of them with street scenes reflected in the background. Uh, yeah, uh, good stuff. Uh, looks a, a little bit on the grainy side. Maybe it's a slightly small format rather than a large format, but I guess you don't get many large format cameras for 30 bucks. Do you? <laughs> so just quick because we we read tony's um email a few weeks ago but just to recap very quickly this is a picture of a couple of a couple of pictures of restaurants that are almost side by side one which was hip and trendy and out of business and the oh other that's one, these ones there. is it ah that's right. these ones these pictures were taken on a minolta Matic g which was bought for 15 dollars us uh, and the film shot on was kentmere 400 so a nice cheap camera oh, nice. a nice cheap roll of film um that minolta is yeah, a little rangefinder type thing isn't it uh yeah i think so yes it is that that kind of thing yeah a, a cheap 
um, rangefinder thing. Um, before you get judging, Eric, can we can we just double check a couple of things? That uh, how qualified are you to uh, judge this thing on food here? Um, have you ever eaten? I've, um, once or twice. Okay, well that's once good. Once or twice, yeah. And, and as we to... talking about food. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, same answer. Yeah. Um, and you're a vegan, aren't you? It's true. So as previously um, decided, definitely good at being judgy. So um, you're very well. <laughs> and also you live in sort of the northwest of America. So, I mean, again, these things are all stacking up to make for a perfect storm. This has got lots of signs in it, Eric. So, I mean, you know, this is already right up your street. It is. Yeah, I, I like signs. I don't mean to. I just do. <laughs> Go on. Over to you then, Eric. So, um, let's see. I really like the dine-in takeout the opening soon restaurant i really i really dig that there's so much going on there it's a picture that i would i would that i wish i could have taken i really just dig it i love the grain i'm not a big fan of grain usually but i really dig the grain and if that's what kent Mir does i'm gonna have to get me some kent Mir. That's a good shot. Good. That's a good shot. I really like one. Of the two, I think that one's my favourite. Yeah. Um, I like that. One of the things I like about it is that uh, Tony's reflection is in the mirror, in the in the window. Sorry, but but the the little sign saying "opening soon" obscures his head. So you've got like this headless photographer shadow or reflection in the in the shot as well, which I quite like. I think what I love about it is that um, it, the picture is like broken up into three distinct sections so you've got this lovely brickwork at the bottom which is really nice texture and tones because the, the bricks or whatever they are, are all different colors and shades um so that looks really cool and then you've got this band with this really fuzzy dine-in takeout sign um in sort of the lower um or the upper middle part oh well anybody you look at the picture figure out. and then the top half of the picture is then this reflection in the window with the sign smack bang in the middle so you're you're seeing the street scene behind, basically. Yeah, it's it's really cool. There's a, there's a lot going on there, and there's a, there's a lot to like in a what is it, a picture of a shop window. Um, yeah, that's definitely my favourite of the two as well. Do we think it meets the brief? The, You're the judge, Eric. Come on, judge. The, the what? The the what? The the, the brief. brief. The, the 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 theme of this round of the cheap shots challenge is food. Yes, and that is the brief. Yes. I've not heard the expression before. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Translate, so, so the, the theme. What do I'm looking at my English, English dictionary. <laughs> is the, does, it, is, does this fit the aluminum? <laughs> <laughs> it is aluminum. Yes. Um, are, you, are, you, are you asking if it if it is it within it theme? It within I th well, I thought. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just sure. asking in general. I'm, I'm pretty. I mean, comfortable they don't with serve it. food right now, but they're gonna serve food soon. Yeah. even say it in the picture so yeah i think so and and it's cool. a story so. that goes around to it as well because i remember now for when when we read out tony's email the story of these two restaurants and how you know one of them is always really busy and, and successful and the other one is constantly you know uh opening soon <laughs> um <laughs> it, uh, so yeah uh, yeah no, it, it works for me i just you know, i think so just you know yeah. just conversationally just confirming you know that these are uh you know, as we get more formal over the different rounds of the Cheap Shots Challenge, you know, just want to make sure we're in, in the rules. <laughs> well, I, yeah, Who am I kidding? <laughs> well, I mean, you look, there are prizes at stake here. We, we you know, can't, lest we forget that we're going to pick, you know, the 
your the, your two favorite picks from this, Eric, stand to win quality prizes. So I mean, oh, this is important business. That's good, yeah, that's quality was on the line. Oh Goodness. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's coming from Paul at Analog Wonderland, so I mean, we're assuming quality, but. Uh... <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there we go. So, so you know, uh, thank you, Tony. Uh, good, good, good story uh, behind two interesting shots there. Um, right. Well, tell you what, let's go and move on then. Uh, our next contributor. Who are they? Con- contributors, participants. Don't know. Yes. Yes. Oh. Both. All. All. All of the above. So the next. The next two shots have been submitted by Stephen Starr, and I shall try and paint pictures with words again. This first one is, I think I'd call it a still life, by a, by a tall window or on a small table are uh, some, uh, I, th- I think, fruits uh, and a, a knife to cut them with, a bottle of uh, what looks like some kind of wine and a, a, uh, a pot plant. Um, that's probably not the, the aesthetic name for it, but it's a, it's, it's a plant growing in a, a, or flowers in a, actually no, sorry, flowers in a vase, I was, re- I was looking at that wrong. Flowers in a vase. There we go. So there's the first one uh, from Stephen. And the second one is actually the same still life. Uh, oh, yeah, I can see the vase a lot more clearly now. Um, and uh, but, but shot from closer in and from a slightly different angle. Uh, and the, the light is coming stri- is streaming in through the window and creating some interesting uh, shadow patterns on the still life itself. Um, uh, again, black and white um, and uh, quite a, a, a smooth set of, uh, smooth texture to it. Um, uh, yeah, o- over to you, Graham. Have we got any technical information about this? Yeah, absolutely. So this is, as you said, from Stephen Starr, or better known to us as Stig, who was one of the winners of the last round of the Cheap Shots Challenge. Um, And uh, Stig has shot these on a Helena 35X Super, which I will confirm is not only a cheap camera, it's a pretty lousy one too. So (laughs) fair play to you, Stig, for going with these. They are not good. I have had one of those in my hands in the past um, and was not terribly sad when I no longer had it. Um, The film is a role of Ilford Pan F+, which Mm. is why it's got that lovely smooth grain. Ah, yes. Yeah, shot that at ISO 25, so nice and silky. Um, so yes, uh, a couple of lovely entries there from Stig. So, so I, I, do you know what? Right, this is not the first show, is it, where I have completely not been able to connect the name Stephen Starr with the Stig that I know and have met and chatted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why have oh, I got well. that? I'm sorry, Stig. Why have I? Why am I not able to connect those two different names in my head? Uh, very strange. Uh, senility. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> quite, quite possibly. C- certainly, a lack of professionalism being displayed here. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stig. I will try and do better next time. But uh, for now, over to Eric. Well, I like the shadows in the second one quite a bit. That's that's the closer and one, yeah. The closer, the yeah, the more landscapey, yeah, um, uh, framed one, yeah. And it just looks. I like the shadows. I like the shadows quite a bit. Um, and I like how I just, I, I really like pan F and you can really tell that's pan F the way it kind of fades off to, to a very black in the upper corner. It's just nice. Yeah. They're nice. Actually, I actually, out of the two, I, I prefer the, um, the portrait version that it's, hmm. I, I really, I, what I like about the shot is it's, it's a very simple kind of still life, but it has a nice elegance to it there's good light coming in through the window um it's 
it's uncluttered it's a, a nice clean shot and um it shows that uh, stig is obviously leading the kind of life that i definitely don't live um because you know <laughs> i think this was taken in his place in france wasn't it <laughs> probably um but you know for one thing there's fruit which definitely doesn't feature in my life um but yeah nice nice classy shot there very very elegantly done stig it is it is i think do you know what i'd have to say i'd probably go with the the portrait aspect one as well um and i think the reason i'm liking that one is that the uh the, the curtain that's pulled back the the drape or the curtain uh, across the window mm-hmm. the line yeah. of that in the shot is quite similar to the line of the shadows uh, uh and uh, i think it, it it adds it adds something for me um that that yeah, the, whether whether or not that was planned or serendipitous, I don't know. But I think that the fact that the, that 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 curtain has a line that is similar to the shadows adds it adds to it. Yeah. Also, the other thing from again with the um, landscape shot is that you can see that that lens is just lens is just distorting stuff at the edge. <laughs> <laughs> so we we got the lines of the window next to it it's like boring. <laughs> <laughs> Quality okay, camera. well, there's a there, there, there's a bit of that as well. There's a bit of that as well. Okay, shall we shall we move on? Shall we move on? Okay, yeah. our, our our next uh, submission is from uh, Sean Hall. Uh, again, two two photos from Sean. Uh, again, black and white. Um, I'm going to take a punt here. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is HP five. I don't know if you can confirm that, but it's got that really sharp grain that i associate with hp5 in 35 mil am i right there yeah bear me one second i'm just trying to find because i think sean sent his in quite good and early so i'm having to go back dig through the um archives to find uh <laughs> what sean, well while you're, sean while you're doing that i'll try and describe you keep the describing first. them yeah uh, th- now this is this is uh, this looks it is odd um this is some kind. I think it's some kind of sculpture, possibly made out of something plasticky or foamy. Um, it looks like a pineapple. Uh, it's about, about, I don't know. It, it's about five feet off the ground and about uh, ten feet high by the looks of it, or <laughs> seven to ten feet high. Um, and uh, quite what it's made of in detail, I don't know. I wonder if I can. Um, and bigger this on my screen and 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 zoom, zoom into it yeah it looks like um bits of foam or plastic tied up in knots um uh it, to make a pie to make the body of the pineapple and then not tied up in knots for the the front at the top um it looks it might be suspended on some kind of metal pole i can't see for sure can't tell um it's it it's a marvelous piece of strange outdoor art <laughs> I'm totally flummoxed in describing that. <laughs> shall, shall I read you what it says? Yeah, please, okay. please, so, please put me out of my misery. Okay, so Paul writes, um, Hi, Aid, Graham and Rachel. Please find my two entries, which were a bit last minute, so I hope they make it. They were shot on a Ricoh FF3AF, which was purchased for the sum of £1.70 at the local boot sale. It was meant to be £2, but I only had £1.70 in change. <laughs> The flash, the flash is knackered as the switch had fallen off, which limited my photography a bit. I also had the film rewind. Uh, hang on a second. Uh, I also had the film rewind on me twice for no reason until I discovered a battery compartment issue. The film was Cosmo Photo, which I had obtained as part of the first batch at four pound per roll, and which I've really enjoyed using since. 
If you look under my name, Sean Hall on Cosmo Photo, you can see some pictures I took on a Nikon F100 and were published through the Cosmonaut project, which is very cool, actually. That's a cool little project that um, is being run on the Cosmo Photo site. The first picture was a rather dodgy attempt at grabbing a street scene in my local market in Bristol. There are numerous good food outlets, all small independents, and people fly past grabbing food orders. I would have liked to get a better frame, but other people in the queue thought I was trying to push in. The guy literally <laughs> grabbed his baguette without stopping. The second image is a piece of street art in Bristol. Somali has carefully crafted a pineapple out of the yellow foam protection that goes around scaffold poles. Ah, I love that's what it is. <laughs> yes. Obviously. Uh, doy. <laughs> I love this about Bristol. Street art is everywhere, and the local yeah, council a fantastic has a fairly relaxed art. Yeah, it really is. Um, so, yeah, really good cheap setup there. I think, what was that, £1.70 for the camera and four quid for the film. So all in for under six quid. Well done, Sean. We approve of that. Yeah, so, uh, yes, good stuff. So so the, you, you mentioned there, actually, uh, what Sean describes as his first photo, which is the street scene. Uh, it looks like some sort of glass-roofed uh, indoor market type area selling lots and lots of food uh, and the shot is uh, of, of a particular food counter got some uh, I think a fairly slow shutter speed there got some motion blur as as uh, the the uh, the serving uh, chap is handing over a sandwich to the customer um, and uh, yeah and apparently uh, you can get uh, the vegetarian Spanish pie for £2.50 empanada empanada <laughs> Uh, and, and what's the second one you can get from there, Aid? Uh, <laughs> lit- quite literally uh, unpronounceable, but I'll give it a go anyway. Spanakopita feta <laughs> and spinach Greek pie. So clearly this is a vegetarian pie stall. <laughs> there you go. What do you reckon, Eric? I, I like the outdoor scene. Um, there's a lot going on. I... Uh, one, I like empanadas quite a lot, so that has something in its favor. I can't shoot like this, so I'm always really happy to see other people that do. But my eye is drawn to the the guy standing behind the counter, <laughs> yes. eyeballing the photographer. I love yes, it. I saw That's him my as well. Yeah. <laughs> and the customer trying to talk to the guy, looking at the photographer, wondering, "What are you doing?" <laughs> It's just, there's just a lot of. Uh, it's a good connection in the picture, isn't it? You kind of you're looking at him, and in the meantime, there's this movement of this baguette being handed mm-hmm. over rapidly in front of it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, I really a, dig that. Definitely captures a moment, actually, doesn't it? That shot. And, yes. and what do you think of the pineapple? <laughs> I, I think you know, it's 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 a foam pineapple. I mean, you can't go wrong with a foam pineapple. <laughs> I like I like the pineapple. I like it. It it it's one that my eye is lingering on. It's just a shot that yeah. my eye is lingering on because there's you, 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 your first thought is what, <laughs> <laughs> and then your second thought is how. <laughs> you know, Does it look like, like like those rawhide bones that you give dogs? Yeah. Oh, they do. It They're like, like ginormous ones of those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good point. I figured that's what it was. No. Yeah. So okay, so the question has to be asked as we're looking at this picture um, about when people are taking pictures of other people's art. Does that you know where where does that fall on the spectrum of? I mean, 
because you know you see quite a lot of pictures on Instagram of people taking pictures of graffiti and stuff like that. Mate, don't overdo it. You know. This is the cheap shots challenge. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> okay, no. Our theme is food. It's it a shot of a pineapple. It'll be fine. <laughs> I think it depends how you take it. Yeah. Do you do you, do you so do you think like uh, and this is a perfectly fair question so shut your pie hole lady this pie hole is food related um like, it's vegetarian do you, pie I don't want it anyway <laughs> do, you, do you not want a spinach what does that say Eric come on you probably eat one of those uh spicoli Some, <laughs> something spicoli spicoli okay <laughs> wasn't he a guy in um what was that film that time, yeah. what was the question. <laughs> Okay, cool. Uh, well, we, we all live up. Next picture. <laughs> okay, next moving on. Oh, okay. Here's one where Graham has to tread carefully. <laughs> <laughs> or, or should I say two where Graham has to tre- tread carefully? Can you tell us why? Go on, full disclosure, Graham. Why do you need to tread carefully on these? Uh, these would, I assume, be the pictures that my better half has once again submitted. She's she's very keen and far better at doing this than I am. Uh, her pictures were done, shot and ready way, way earlier than mine were. So, yes, that's okay. why. And you and possibly also, have she, had a hand in their production, have you? Um, only in the sense that I developed the role of film for her. That that was the entirety. And, oh, I think I provided the camera in the first place. But other than that, no, I just let her crack on with it. Um, and also I did, uh, because she has got quite into this, uh, I did make the mistake with the last time we did this thing, she'll never listen to this podcast. Then she did listen to this podcast. So um, I will assume that she will. And I will say these are very good photos. I think these are definitely the best pictures here. Um, <laughs> and all <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I'm going to be slightly less creepy. I'm just going to say hi, Sinead. Hope you're doing all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so let's let me try and describe these then. So we have one here. The first one in our list here is well, they, they it seems that both of them might have been taken at a a street market or a farmers market or something like that. I'm going mm-hmm. to say. Uh, yeah. And so we have for the first one here is a a bread and pastry store, and I know that because there's an enormous sign in the background of the photo that says bread and pastry. So I'm reasonably confident about that. And we have a scene where uh, the stallholder is handing over, I believe, some change to a customer who has just bought some uh, some bread and pastry uh it's uh, there's some uh, the, i'm loving the texture of the the bread whatever the combination mm-hmm. of film and development and, and the the, the composite the, the subject matter itself uh there's some fantastic textures on on those breads in, in the shot uh and it looks like it's, it's almost looks like a behind the scenes shot as well because it's the angle it's shot from almost looks like you're inside the store um, which you, which gives it a a, a different a, a different um, uh, not aesthetic but a different point of view uh, as well, and then the second one is it uh, is is sort of is part street shot part portrait almost isn't it? There's a there's a chap here um, who, whose name is Paul uh, because it says so on his hoodie, um, and uh, he it's got a huge uh, big. Um, uh, it's a frying pan, but it's one that's about three feet across where he is stirring <laughs> some food. I'm guessing that's going to be some kind of paella or, or something or some kind of stew anyway. Uh, fish stew, maybe, given that it says Paul's fish on his hoodie. Um, yeah. So, yes, to give you a quick bit of background on these. So these were shot on a Canon Z135, which is, you know, a 
I guess, 1990s um, point and shoot, not a particularly exciting one. You know, it's nothing fancy about it on um, good old Agfa Vista. Um, and yeah, she May it rest went in out. Peace. May it rest in peace. Yeah. Um, Sinead went out to the um, the market that takes place in uh, a, lo- a local town regularly. And um, the thing that gets me, you know, Sinead is, would never describe herself as a photographer. It is not a hobby that she has. Um, she's getting involved in this because she's like, oh, no, I want to take I want to take part in you. Know, try and, you know, get involved in what you're doing a bit. But other than that, it's not a thing. And yet she not only went out and shot, shot street photography, she she said, oh, can I take your picture, please? So she's doing basically portraits of people just out there with a level of confidence that I definitely don't have. Um, so it's like, oh, oh I don't my think God, I do you... either, actually. No, so these total strangers, like, can I, oh, can I take your picture? I'm doing this challenge. It's like, oh, my God. Well, thank you for uh, showing <laughs> showing me up. Showing, I mean, as you said, you, Aid and Rach as well, I know, wouldn't do this. Uh, so there you go. Um but yes, uh, yeah, good. I'd say Does she not the, know um, that she's supposed to be afraid to do things like that? <laughs> I know, it's outrageous, isn't it? I have to say, um, the colours, particularly in the first one, the bread and pastries, that film has really, the film and the camera has really handled the colours in that very nicely. That's that's come out really well for Ag for Vista on a cheap point and shoot. Um, that looks really nice. Yeah, it has, anyway. yes, yes. Obviously, um, obviously that was all in the uh, post-production, clearly. <laughs> oh yeah, which has been much. Yeah, I, I haven't. T- after messing up the cropping on the last ones, I haven't touched these. Oh, okay. Uh, what, what do you reckon, Eric? I really like the bread one. I think it's it's just a wonderful shot. Um, the colors. I didn't. That's the Pound Town film, right? The Agfa Vista. <laughs> yeah. Pound Town film. Pound Town. Technically, that's not the branding, but okay, let's go with it anyway for humor value. <laughs> Works. Um, and it's just it's a it's we have you know farmers markets and all that here quite a bit of them and we have people with who sell bread, but all of our bread is bagged up. Really? And this is just kind of oh yeah, that's a supermarket, yeah. not a farmers market, surely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even the stuff that oh they made it took off the back of my truck and if they put them in bags and sometimes I'll have a little bit peeking out, but usually it's just bagged up so it gets all kind of soggy and bland. This looks really good. It looks like good bread and it makes me want bread. So, um, yeah, did you know hey. what? I, I, I totally with you on that. That makes me want to go and have some nice bread, actually. And, yeah, and that really does. That, that's a good sign in a photograph if it, if it yeah. inspires something like that in you, I think, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it feels the, the light on that shot just feels kind of perfect for showing off that bread at its very best. It just it looks all lovely and crusty and, and nice and yummy. Yeah, because if it were like super sunny or something, it just wouldn't show through like that. Yeah. Okay. Anybody nice. fancy a quick sandwich break? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will know. I'll edit it out. Ah, <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> okay. Awesome entries there from Sinead then. Yes. Excellent. Thank you, Sinead. Right. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Okay. Now, uh, actually, uh, this, this is a, a set of three. Are we allowed a set of three, Graham? Uh, is that, are we bending the rules just slightly there? Are these the ones from Roger? They uh, are the one? ones from Roger, yes. Roger Lund is our next contributor. Uh, well, I mean, that's you pick your two. This is the first time Roger's taken part, so you can pick your, your favourite two. I'll find actually the email from Roger whilst we're looking at that. Cause okay. I know that one. So we got, uh, so uh, these are scenes around a lake. 
um, a, a lake with a lot of greenery around the edges and it must be a fishing location I think because uh, there, there seems to be uh, some, some pontoons uh, where there's some fishermen uh, and uh, one uh, the first shot is a uh, I guess you could almost call it an environmental portrait because you can clearly see that uh, this is taken from the pontoon. There's a, uh, a speedboat pulled up to the pontoon. Uh, there's lots of lake in the background and in the foreground. Our subject is a man sitting on a bait bucket with a fishing rod. Um, he seems to be enjoying himself. Uh, he's got his shorts and T-shirt and flip-flops on, so it's clearly quite warm. And, um, you know, that, that's a, a nice situational shot. Uh, the other two, um, and I have to say, I'm going to choose the other two as my two out of the three because the colours in them are gorgeous. Uh, the 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 middle one of the three has a beautiful orange sunset that fades away to to blue at the top of the cut picture, uh, and then the orange of the sunset is reflected on the rippling water of the lake. And to provide some interest, there is a, a boat where it looks like there's a, a, a small fishing dinghy with a couple of fellas in it um, enjoying uh, their fishing at the su at sunset. Um, that is a beautiful shot, Roger. And then the third one is uh, taken from the land and it's looking again at sunset, looking out across the pontoon, which is largely uh, silhouetted, or not, not quite, but almost silhouetted. And you've got a lovely, uh, on the right-hand side, a fantastic silhouette of a, a fisherman stood up uh, on the pontoon, uh, silhouetted against the the lake in the background. Um, this is some well thought through stuff here. I think definitely, Graham. Have you any any technical data to back it up? I do indeed. Now, um, I said this is the first time Roger's taken part. Uh, his setup does not seem like it might be the cheapest of cheap shots setup. So he, Roger's shooting with a Minolta XD11. I don't know what Minolta XD11 is, but I'm uh, assuming it's um, a uh, nice SLR camera. Let's go and find out. Um, hey, it's an SLR, so that's nice SLR. Um, and the lens it actually doesn't look like that. It's a reasonably old SLR, so maybe you've picked up and a Minolta MC Rock or PF 58mm um, f1.4 lens. So, again, you know, a pretty good lens setup there um, on Superior Extra 400. So, yeah, they're beautiful shots. Uh, I, I agree with that. Um, I think for me, out of the three of them, the, the first one, the, the black and white one, um, is, is the one that most feels like it kind of fulfills the, the role of food um because that one you can really sort of see the fishermen out there fishing the other two are, are beautiful shots but i don't really get a much of a foodie vibe from them um but anyway that's just me what do you think of the merrick um i i like the uh the color ones i think it's kind of fun to shoot with the uh the, the cheap crappy uh fuji 400 stuff it's it's a lot of fun it's it's good film it just yeah, it gets it a bad rap because it's because you because you called it crappy, I think is why it gets a bad it, rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I think I like the the uh, the more sunset one. It just it just uh, it really screams Minnesota to me, and I don't know. I like Minnesota, so <laughs> yeah. It, it just it's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's that's as good says, a reason as any, if somewhat no, arbitrary, I, but. <laughs> Well, I think it's taken in Minnesota, so there's that. But uh, uh, yeah, I just I just like it. I just like it. Just the, the detail in that picture is really good as well because you can sort of really zoom in and see what they're doing on that little boat. It's um, yeah, it's it's captured oh, yeah, it really is. nicely. Yeah, it's yeah. a really 
it's a really pretty, the, the film has handled those lighting conditions so well because sunsets are not easy to do and yet there's lovely color in the sky and on the water and yet the people in the boat you can still see like the color of the shirt and you can yeah. still see the green in the trees and um yeah very well handled yeah this uh roger lund fellow he's no slouch he is no slouch that is very true that mm. is very true Okay, well, there we, there we go. So, um, uh, interesting and good stuff there. Are we are we allowing that this is within the brief? I mean, fishing, people eat fish, don't they? There are no fish in the photograph as such. I appreciate that. It's, 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 within, it's within the brief. It's whether or not it's good enough to be within the brief and win. Well, only Eric can decide later. But, yeah, I, I certainly think it's... They're it's fishing. fine with me. I'll yeah, decide exactly. now. Yeah, it's fine. all right excellent good stuff right so we can uh now move on we're gonna have uh one last contributor and then we're gonna take a quick break and come back with the rest of the contributors i think yeah maybe maybe two more contributors let's have a this next one is from robert uh otherwise known as london camera project and he has sent us two uh, very, very different photographs. Uh, the first one is black and white. And it is a picture of a fast food van. Uh, and in the fast food van is, is a lady. Uh, and apparently she will sell you uh, one pound for chips. Right? Um, but they will also sell hot roast pork and breakfast. So um, those are all foods that I like. <laughs> <laughs> so that gets my vote straight away and because it seems to have been shot in a very low light situation or dark because the the lighting inside the the food van actually is is what draws your attention so um, it's got some nice uh, serendipitous lighting as well uh, the second photograph is entirely different uh, for one thing it's color rather than black and white um, and it's clearly taken uh, at the wild end uh, of the food production industry. It seems to be a wild, uh, well, it look, uh, maybe a wild raspberry or a uh, or a blackberry that hasn't quite um, uh, that hasn't quite ripened yet. I don't know. Uh, if if I knew somebody that knew something about plants, we could probably qualify what this fruit was. So you've got two uh, two definitely very different end, uh, ends of the food spectrum. One about uh, selling food to consumers from a van in an urban context, and the other about something wild, growing free, and it looks like it's been taken on a sunny day as well. Uh, Graham, what can you tell us? I, I can tell you that these were both actually shot on fast film. So these were shot using uh, Robert's uh, Olympus OM10. Uh, did we say this is a London camera project? I'm sure you did. Yes, I, I did. Yes. Sorry. Um, anyway, shot on the Olympus OM10, another very capable um, SLR. Um, Not usually to be one, found for 20, 30 quid either. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I've I've found a couple of them cheap. They're, they're you can Olympus OM10s can be picked up cheap. They're getting a bit harder to these days, um, but you can still find them, and they are the best bargain ever if you can get a cheap one because those are brilliant cameras. Um, the color one was shot on Fuji Natura 1600, a film which is quite hard to find cheap these days, um, but a lovely film. I remember um, Robert 
won a past round of the Cheap Shots Challenge. I think the macro round, I think that was the one he won, um, with another beautiful um, nature shot on Fuji 1600. Um, and the black and white one was shot on Triex at 1600. Uh, so you've got two very different things there, uh, Eric, uh, two very different pictures. Um, I Okay, the Raspberry one, I was wondering what film that was on. I, I actually have a roll or two of that, and I haven't shot it yet, so I'm really happy that I can get something like that from it. That, that looks great, really wonderful. But I think I like the uh, the black and white better just because it's just, just a story there. Yeah. It's, it's just a beautiful shot. It's a beautiful picture. There's a story there. The focus is... It just draws your eye to to the uh, the woman behind the counter. I don't know. It's just uh, that, yeah. yeah. That, that's I, I like, interesting, I like... isn't it? It's amazing that the three the three of us have different views and for different reasons of all of these things. I find that I find that really interesting. Actually, that that we have different views of what what we like and what uh, uh, and which ones we prefer. Um, so it's because because I very much like the raspberry one. I mean, I like them both, yeah. but I, yeah, my my yeah, maybe it's because uh, I see better in color um uh but there's so there's a lot of these submissions are are black and white aren't they Uh, and uh you know that is part of the power of uh and part of the fun of experimenting with analog photography is the whole black and white thing which graham tells me developing your own film is lots of fun um uh, even though i've never done it myself but but for me because i I, because i see in color the the vibrant colors and i love the fact that it's a red fruit so it stands out from the the greens and the blues that that are that form the the blurry background so mm. um yeah i think that 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 one is uh is a great shot it's a it's a very pretty shot but again i think i'm with eric on this one and the the reason i really like the um the picture of the food truck is much the same reason i really like that i think it was the first picture we talked about that shop window it's it's because of the composition roberts you know really picked uh, quite the it would have been very easy when taking a picture of somebody serving food at a counter to put that counter in the middle and have that person in the middle but he's not he, he, the, the counter is in the bottom half um it really breaks the picture up and, and the, the sort of the food truck frames it very nicely it's just a really well structured picture um and i really like it and and the, there's quite a lot of interest in the scene i love the fact that in the background there's like a winnie the pooh and some of the mr mr man or something on the back there on the shelf there and um yeah just the sort of distracted look on the, the um, woman selling the food's uh face and yeah i, I do like that it's good a good scene yeah okay great well thanks robert um right moving on last one before the break then uh we are going now to talk about the submissions from paul friday hi paul wow okay uh the first one is a a very colorful shot <sighs> lots of blues and greens uh and the second one um uh, is just kind of freaky but i'll come to that in a minute <laughs> So let's have it. So this this first one looks. Uh, it it seems to me it's almost all blues and greens, like a a cross processed slide film might 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 generate. Uh, it, it is a photograph of uh, a wooden, uh, well, a, a food hut, a sort of place where uh, where you walk up to the window uh, uh, and buy stuff through the window of a, of a food hut. Um, and it says glorious oysters, and it says beach cafe. So I'm guessing you can get. Uh, well, I'm not guessing. It says you can get ice cream and lollies and seafood and oysters and um, special coffee. 
Um, so that uh, and it looks it's got what uh, growing in a pot outside it is what looks like a marijuana plant. So that's fun too. Um, <laughs> uh, but lot lot yeah, it is it is a, a an assault of colour in a in a rather good way. Lots of blues, greens, and yellows. Right, the second one is almost it is mostly red actually. Um, and this, do you know what this reminds me of? Uh, this reminds me of Justin Quinnell's shots through his teeth. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah. Uh, so this this looks like so there there are two uh, young children, uh, one of whom is is making a sort of half scary face. The other one, who we can only really see his eyes, assuming they're both boys. Sorry, uh, who has very smiley eyes, and the photo is that you can only see them a little bit, not even all of their faces, because there's what looks to be a vampire's mouth. It looks like the shot is designed to be like it's taken you know uh from inside a vampire's mouth um which might explain why the boys are making faces um <laughs> so uh, a really interesting a really interesting shot there uh and and i guess vampires eating people is an interesting take on the food theme as well <laughs> <laughs> okay so this picture um to give you some info this picture um was taken uh, as Paul describes, taken with Ted, which stands for the ergonomic disaster, a Rico Mirai. Now, I would highly recommend that if you are in some sort of electronic device, Google the Rico Mirai and you will see why Paul has referred to it as the ergonomic disaster because, poof, <laughs> I mean, it looks more like it's going to transform into something that is involved in wow. uh, landing look, on the surface of a planet. <laughs> that that looks like your fuggly's ugly sister. <laughs> yes. It's wow, it's, what is this? <laughs> it also looks like something that like would be be used by somebody in Star Wars. It's it's got that yeah. as yeah. a pair of binoculars or something like that. That is but but not not the uh the new Star Wars, definitely the old Star Wars. That is, that is quite a sight. That is, I know. <laughs> wow, it has a little handle. I, I'm going to actually read you um, what, what Paul says about it. He says, it, it looks awesome when you click down the pistol grip, a bit like a transformer with a bad back that got stuck off way to becoming a wheelbarrow. <laughs> uh, a wonderful, wonderful description. Um so yeah, that's great. So that first picture was shot on uh, the Rico Mirai um, with Fuji 400 color film. Uh, and the, the way he got the picture with the teeth net is he shot it through a paper mask. So um, uh, that's oh. very cool. So, uh, he, so it's good, good to know that he, he's not a child-eating vampire then. Uh, yes, exactly. It does sound like the Rico Mirai is... Uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Truly, if there's one thing that our listeners should Google after listening to this show, it is the Rico Mirai. <laughs> Yes, the the second shot, um, because apparently that picture was the only usable one he got out of the entire roll. So he shot a second roll of film on a sub twenty pounds Olympus Pen EE, uh, oh. which is a good old cheap um, half frame camera on some expired uh, what films? You say some expired um, Fuji two hundred color print film. Um, as he puts in his email, sadly, I have realised that most of the cameras I own qualify for the cheap shots challenge. Which is a, <laughs> I'm right there with him. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) The the glorious oyster definitely sounds like a euphemism. (laughs) (laughs) Where are lollies? Lollies. um, Uh, uh, Frozen fruit juice on a stick. Oh, like popsicles? Popsicles. Yes, Yes, thank you. Popsicles, Popsicles, yes. 
Yeah. Okay. I really like the teeth photo. It looks like the kids from the Smashing Pumpkins Siamese Dream. Siamese something It does album. a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, like the, yeah. Like the album cover for that. Yeah. Although those are girls, if I remember rightly. But... Yeah, they're kids. They're all kids. <laughs> well, speaking speaking as somebody who has one of each, it's quite easy to tell the difference. <laughs> oh wow, well. Eric's, Eric's a West Coast liberal elite. He doesn't see gender aid. Well, they just see kids. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that, Eric. Sorry, yeah. No, no, it's fine. No, I dig that one. And also the Fuji Two Hundred, one of my favorite, one of my favorite emulsions. Yeah, it's nice. Why? Why is that so blue? Belvedere. No, it, makes, it makes no sense. There's no reason it should be that blue. No, did you? I mean, is that just you think because it's well expired, it's just shifted? Um, it's it could be shifted. It could be underexposed and mm-hmm. expired. Like one of like the the reds expired quicker. Ah, uh, right. And so it didn't. It wasn't as photosensitive in the red area. And I'm sure there's just not a lot of red in there to begin with. Though it looks like that little cylinder thing on the bottom is probably red. Hmm. Yeah, cool. Mm. Yeah, two very different uh, but fun shots. <laughs> the glorious oyster. Okay, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, we are going to take a quick break there. Uh, I think we're about halfway through the listener submissions. Um, uh, if we're not, this will be a really long show, as usual. <laughs> um, but we'll take a quick break and come back with some more. Back, back with, I guess, part two of the listener submissions for the Sunny 16 Cheap Shots Challenge Round 5, which is all about food. And our next contributor, uh, well, our next contributor is somebody who uh, contributes a lot to our show, actually. Hi to Matthew Joseph, uh, our self-appointed Australian correspondent, um, who we all understand to be a New Zealander. But there we go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so this one is uh well let, let's see what we've got here let's see what we've got here this first submission actually no only submission i'm afraid uh from matthew uh is uh well it looks to be a top down shot of a food court in a mall broadly speaking a mall? yeah a, a, a shopping mall yeah well what would you call it <laughs> a mall a mall that's, yeah. that's a thing that's a thing for rugby um, uh, Eric, Eric deciding vote mall or mall 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 oh no no Most that's halfway between the two no no okay alright shopping mall <laughs> no but uh, uh, bugger it you know the, <laughs> you know the sort of place it could equally be uh, the, it could equally be the food court of one of these enormous sort of apartment hotels you sometimes get um, uh, but or, or it could or I suppose it could be uh, a, a, a food court in the bottom of a yeah, a, a uh, an office block somewhere in the city um it's uh so it's uh, lots of browns and whites uh, in the colors of it uh, on the left hand side there's a lot of orange that looks like it might be some kind of light leak or double exposure i'm not quite sure what that is but there's definitely food in it because there's lots of we can see food on the tables that uh between the people that are sat around the table so there's definitely a food shop um any any technical data graham 
Uh, yeah, so this was taken with a Mamiya 528TL. Um, this is one, uh, we, we read Matthew's email a couple of weeks ago where he had to put his, um, had to heat up his Mamiya because it wasn't firing rapidly enough. Um, so he, he didn't put it in the oven, he just warmed it up a bit. Um, and what this is, is a, a photo merged panorama of a food court. Food court. Um, so there's more than one picture jammed here together. As we said at the time, he, he does write, feel free to disqualify me, um, but I don't think we will. I still think this very much falls in, just because just because he displayed some technical competency, I don't feel we can uh, disqualify him for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we should. We, we should we, applaud him for that. We now should, you say uh, it, actually, I'm starting to notice some glitches in the stitching. <coughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly towards the centre. I. I really. This is one of those pictures I kind of wish I could get him bigger than it. Bigger than it. I actually can get quite close on it, um, because. He's managed. I, I'd love to know what the sort of the aspect of it was because he's been able to shoot st- like straight down, right over the centre of this, and um, like you, yeah, I just love the fact you can see everybody down there eating away. This guy tilting his head right back and shoving something in his pie hole, and <laughs> another guy's bold spot. It's great. It's a view you just never get to see people at, uh, which I really like. Uh, um, yeah, very cool. Okay, I, I cannot tell what's going on in it. I don't. I don't get the stitching. Um, I kind of love it. Uh, you can tell that he's risked his life to, to get this shot. <laughs> it does feel always, that way. Yeah. It's always. It's always special when somebody risks their life in a food court, especially when they have two <laughs> first names. It's just beautiful. And then the double exposure of like the baby carrots dipped in sand on the left side. It's, <laughs> is that what you've decided very, they are? Is it? It's okay. very good. Yeah. It makes me want baby, baby carrots. <laughs> I have no, I have no idea what that actually is, but I can see what you mean. Yeah. It's yeah. Good. It's a good fun one. A good fun approach and very different to everything else. It is. Yeah. Like liking that one a lot, liking that one a lot. Thank you, Matthew. Okay. Now we have uh, another single ent- entry. There's definitely some confidence in these, isn't there? You know, people, yeah, we give people the opportunity to, uh, to, to submit two images, but they, they're confident enough that they could win the prize from analog wonderland with just the one. Um, you and- say confidence. I say laziness. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing up. <laughs> Okay, right. Our next lazily competent contributor is Martin Scarland, uh, who again has chosen a pineapple uh, as his subject. Uh, Interestingly, the pineapple that's in focus uh, is restricted to one small corner of the image um, and uh, the the rest of the image seems to be a very out of focus fist, I think. Either that or it's uh, a bunch of bananas that look like fingers. Um, I'm not entirely sure what. Um, It's in black and white. It's got a a healthy grain to it. Um, uh, Graham, what can you tell us? Uh, Not a great deal. Um, (laughs) uh, I can tell you that this was um, shot on something made by Agfa. Um, The camera was made by Agfa. I have no idea what the film is. Martin can't remember either of those things. So a bit vague on that. Um, He does apologise for only shooting one picture. They hosted. They'll try harder because the rest of the role was shot on other twaddle, not food. So. But still, uh, uh, it's good. I like this. It's again, it's another one with um, interesting, really interesting choice of construction to the image. So, yeah, I really like it. Makes me wonder if if all of his photos have blurry fists in them. Like, is this a thing? Like, ooh, that's that's it's it's a blurry fist. It must be a Martin photo. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. 
Difficult to oh, tell. hang on. There is a picture of the Agfa. Oh, I can see what he said. I didn't realize he'd sent a picture. It's a little Agfa Silet. Silet, yeah. I like, I, yeah. which is, um, have you come across the Silets, um, Eric? No. It's nope. a, they're, they're nice little um, old, I guess, 1960s kind of point and shoots. Um, they've got uh, their viewfinder cameras, but they've got shutter and aperture control. I've got one. They're nice little cameras and they can take good pictures, but they are good. You know, they were good, I guess, low end, not not bottom end point and shoots, but, you know. Is it, are they folders? No, no, they're just very simple. Yeah, very simple little viewfinder cameras. Oh, okay. It's interesting yeah. that the framing of this one is a square. That's what so I was thinking. I was wondering if it was a 120 camera. No, it's not a square. You're just not looking at the picture properly. Um, <laughs> it's absolutely a portrait picture, I think, isn't it? Unless I'm now looking at it wrong. Oh, no. Uh, well, in, having... in the version that I'm looking at, uh, it, it it's a square, and I'm zoomed out as far as I can go, and it's still a square. Okay. So. No, it, it is um, it is a 35mm, a, a so he's obviously cropped down to that. Um, it does make me wonder... Cause I, um, so that's cause interesting because the... the framing is clearly chosen then. That, that, so there's definitely an aesthetic choice in in the framing of it which is cool yeah and and also hard because i mean i would imagine that the closest you can get to is probably about three foot on that and of course when you're up close with a viewfinder camera that parallax error is pretty noticeable so um no. yeah <laughs> okay i was so i was being complimentary to martin saying he chosen his, his composition you're just saying it might be parallax error should we move on oh no 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 not at all no i'm just saying that he's managed to come with whether it's through a composition through the viewfinder or um you know post shooting composition through cropping either way he's arrived at a really interesting composition and both approaches are equally valid in my eyes um, but what do you think eric apart from the bunch of fives in front <laughs> no i agree the the composition which he's I, you know obviously he cropped it to that and to get the little pineapple peeking in it's cool bold i like it Absolutely. Okay. Right. Next. Next up, uh, uh, two entries here from Kerry Jeffrey. Uh, these are both black and white. They seem to have been shot in some kind of. I'm, I'm going to guess and say indoor food market, but it but it might not be indoor. Um, uh, the first shot uh, uh, I, I, is of uh, what looks to be a fairly tense negotiation between a market stall trader and uh, a lady in a leopard print coat. <laughs> she's got a <laughs> she, she's got a pretty pretty good face on. <laughs> she's definitely not impressed as a customer what she's hearing from the stallholder. Um, quite what is being sold is difficult to see because actually it's all wrapped in paper, which it, which it adds to the intrigue of the situation. But there's definitely a story behind this photo. Uh, the second one uh, is uh, what looks like to be um, it's an interesting display actually of of a. Uh, a, a leg of of some meat or other that's in some kind of metal holding frame, um, and so I think maybe this is a a uh, a cooked meat of some kind. Maybe this is a maybe it's a sandwich store where they make the where, where they take the meat off the bone to serve it to you. I'm not entirely sure, uh, but uh, uh, it's uh, it, that, that that that's if you like is 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 your background information, and the first shot is definitely the story shot for me. <laughs> Graham, what do we know about this one? Okay, so we haven't read this one. So this <clears throat> comes in 
Hi, my name is Kerry Jeffrey, and I'm from Portland, Oregon. Same place as you, Eric. And exactly. Yes. Spooky. <laughs> Graham, is, Graham is right. It is a slightly weird place, but that's what makes it a fun place to live. Here is my first entry ever into the Cheap Shots Challenge. They were taken at the Portland Night Market, an epicenter of hipster crafts and food. Oh, so you'd love it there, Eric. No. The boost... <laughs> yeah. Uh, the booth selling ham from Spain was hopping with interested folks. Um, the images were shot with a $10 charity shop, Olympus Stylus Infinity, on Ilford 3200, putting me right at $21 and change. Uh, thanks for putting out such a great podcast. And that's, that's from Kerry. So, yeah, awesome. Very cool. So what do you think of these then, Eric? So, yeah, these are. I dig the the uh, the one with the with the with uh, the negotiation going on. I really like that. Yeah, Again, look on that face. I love the guy center, dead center, with the beard, just looking yeah. at the photographer. I love yeah. that, like breaking the fourth wall. I love when people are breaking the fourth wall. It's just wonderful, and I also enjoy how bored and uninterested the woman closest to the camera. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> completely checked out she's not there it's wonderful uh, yeah it is as you said it's it's a very good you can see there's a dialogue going on because the, the look on the woman who's who's um obviously buying or interacting the look on her face is very kind of um calculating i think is uh I'm she seems very skeptical of whatever he's saying <laughs> yes whatever he's very saying. skeptical it's fun. Yeah. I like this one. There's even a little kid in the, uh, you know, yeah, hide, hide, peeping out from behind the, the, the stacked paper wrapped things, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. So, so, uh, and up on the, the mezzanine layer, a, a headless, uh, watcher up at there. So the, the, there's lots of, lots of interesting things. And I'm, and, and I'm guessing we're sort of, we're looking side long along this market store. I'm guessing in somewhere along there, there is a sign, but we're only seeing the razor thin edge of it. But what it's doing is it's, it's chopping somebody else's face in half behind it as well. So <laughs> everywhere I look in this image, there's something interesting to see. So uh, decapitated yeah. and faceless. It's, yeah. it's, it's very Portland. Very <laughs> so look aid we're going to need your help on this next picture because uh as the only meaties are, are, are we that looks like some horrendous torture it just looks horrendous how many bat me up on this eric i think it it's like, i think it's from the saw films yeah <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's from saw yeah it's, it's no. a leg in some oh my god well what is that aid when you when you go to sometimes to a market more often in in the uk to uh, a delicatessen um you can you can go in and you can you'll see the the meat on the bone and it'll be displayed on the bone and you can say well i'll have some of that please and they 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 slice it for you and and that's how you buy it um you know, it's is, that, is it a leg yeah. in a clamp that they're just sawing bits off? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Oh What's wrong with God. that? I mean, it's a leg in a clamp that people are just sawing bits off. I just <laughs> said those words. How are you not? Oh man. Well, 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 yeah, but that that's that's life. That is that's that's well, I mean, that's how people that's eat. Definitely... You know, that's how... <laughs> you <Technically>. people. <laughs> no, very, very 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 few people have the luxury of choosing what to eat. I think you should be grateful for your choices. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, it looks as though the people who are going this place are very much in the luxury section of things, choosing to have it anyway. Um, so there you go. Even you, like a raving vegetarian, uh, literally raving, um, <laughs> it, 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 it sees eating meat as a luxury. So well done. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that was taken out of context. No, uh, I think that's true. It is, and it <laughs> might wrong be with that. You know, and, and and it might be a luxury that's short-lived as well. All those cows and all that methane and all that nonsense. Yeah, well, it's not nonsense, obviously. Is it is happening for real? So, uh, oh yeah. yeah. You know, it's uh, we we can uh, we can ride around in our electric cars eating vegetables for the next three hundred years or something <laughs> like that. It's going to be an idyllic lifestyle, utopian. <laughs> we'll make all the methane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you will if you eat all vegetables, right? <laughs> anyway, yeah, so so uh, this week in vegetables uh, is now finished. We'll go back to the photography show. There you go, a little advert for a sister podcast there. Um, <laughs> Moving on to something that is a little bit more fruity, and I love the light in this one. Okay, so I have. Uh, so, okay, so this is a contribution from Ken Hindle May. Um, hi, Ken, how are you doing? Um, now, uh, two. Uh, very colourful pictures. Uh, different, different kind of different kinds of food. This first one. Uh, uh, wow. Um, it is a, a fruit bowl uh, sitting on a, a sort of garden table, a slatted wooden table. Um, and inside the fruit bowl are some small oranges. It's difficult to tell whether they're satsumas or clementines at this, from this distance, but, but small oranges. Yeah. The, what's happening here, it seems to be a golden hour shot. Uh, there's a long shadow of the fruit bowl uh, on the table, uh, which makes it look like a crown because it's got some cutaways and some features that makes it look like a crown. But the light on these oranges is just gorgeous. Um, yeah, wow. Um, yeah, that, that, that's definitely a shot that makes me sit up and take notice. And the second shot from Ken is, is uh, a shot that I'm guessing only I will enjoy. <laughs> it's a proper old-fashioned charcoal barbecue with some really nice-looking sausages uh, on it. And it's shot from the point of view of the barbecuer, and there's a lot of smoke uh, you know, in the shot as well. So, yeah, um, you know, uh, all the food groups represented, sausages and oranges. <laughs> Graham, what do we know about these technically? Okay, so these were shot on a Yashica 230AF. Uh, I didn't know Yashica which... made barbecues. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, maybe uh, to be honest, these days I wouldn't be surprised yeah, to see Yashica barbecues. <laughs> on anything, yeah. Um, the uh, I've just googled the Yashica 230F. It is an ugly ass plastic um slr from i would guess the sort of late 80s um and yeah it's uh it's definitely not one of the ones you tend to see around a lot because oof you ugly um and the lens was the 35 to 70 uh kit lens um snagged in purely for its retro 80s look uh, for seventeen pounds, and the pictures were taken on Kodak Color Plus film. So there you go. That's good stuff. It, I could tell instantly that it was a British barbecue because uh, it's got that sort of "I live in the garden and I'm rusty and I'm quite small, uh, uh, probably can only feed two or three people at a time" kind of a look to it. Whereas as an American grill, I would expect to be a lot bigger and have exhaust pipes and a turbocharger and stuff. Or have I just been watching <laughs> the too many? Turbocharger is essential. Yeah, yeah. Too, I've just been watching too many Tim Allen comedies, I guess. But they... <laughs> oh, one. <laughs> well, maybe yeah but no uh, no no roseanne's been sacked he's gonna come back isn't he surely he's gonna come back he's oh it's it's a thing it's happening everybody's very 
<laughs> about it. Are they bringing, um, seriously, are they bringing back Tool Time? Excellent. <laughs> well, no, not his, his other show, the one that was cancelled because it was too conservative or some silliness like that. They're bringing that back. Political comedy. Yeah. Gotta love it. Political <laughs> comedy. Yes, wonderful stuff. The... The oranges, I love the color in that. It looks like there's almost like a bleach bypass. Mm. It's, there's a, just a lot of fun going on there, and it it makes me want Mekons. They're just uh, really delicious and what? out of Sorry. season right now. Weren't the Mekons uh, the bad guys in the Dan Dare comics? I believe they were, yeah. And I think they, they, were, they were green, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm guessing the Dan Dare might not have crossed the ocean. Can I, can I ask something, Eric? Because this is a term that I've heard yeah. used a lot, and I have probably used it and gone, "Oh yeah, yeah, it looks like that." Well, what's what's a bleach bypass? <laughs> when you know. just don't bleach your film when you're developing, you just don't, you just skip the bleach. Ah, and it so, gives you like a okay. Um, what movie was it? Uh, the opening scenes. Well, not the opening, the, the the battle scenes, the opening battle scenes of Saving Private Ryan. You know, mm-hmm. it has that like gritty look. Mm-hmm. That was that was developed, but not bleached film. Ah, that's interesting. Because the other thing about that, it was deliberately shot with really high shutter speeds, wasn't it? So it looks all staccato-y. That, I'm not the, sure. the, that those opening scenes of of Saving Private Ryan were were quite. Uh, deliberately shot in a very different way i've heard about that before yeah i didn't realize there was a bleach bypass on that though i'm pretty sure about that yeah Yeah. i'm pretty sure that that. now you say that that makes me because when you say bleach bypass um i I have a mental image of what that looks like uh and Mm. i was interested to hear you say it here because for me that's a very much less saturated much more binary kind of look you know the color is either there in spades or it's washed out um and I suppose maybe this image does have an element of that mm. about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the only color really is is the oranges. Everything else is just kind of a gray. So can you? Cause yeah, yeah. I, I, you, you know more about this chemistry side of things than than either of us do. So when you when you bleach the color film, so obviously you yeah. develop it. What uh, what is it that the bleach is bleaching out? You know, I'm not exactly sure on that one. I don't oh, know. That's a, that's above me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I could make something up, but I'd rather just say I don't know. Oh, we do every. Yeah, that's fine. This is definitely the right show for making stuff up. Because <laughs> um, because I know that I um I cross processed a roll of color film uh, in black and white uh, a few weeks ago. I can't. Remember what, oh, I think it was for the last round of the cheap shots challenge actually, um, and uh. The um, is it the uh, anti-halation layer that color neg film has that um that is very dark I, I, and I wondered whether it was that because basically I I developed this film in black and white stuff and the negatives were almost non-existent there and then I bleached it and it made it it made the negatives clearer I mean there's still almost no image there but it made it slightly easier to scan um i wondered anyway doesn't matter i I wish i knew i should know that that's something i really should know i I feel ashamed yeah good well as long as you feel ashamed um any listener out there who can answer this question for us please do write in and let us know that Um, would be interesting to know yes uh, it's uh yeah be good to good we could we could google it we but can, we're not going to. We don't no, do we Google don't. on this show. <laughs> it would be no fun at all. 
<laughs> okay, let's move on. Next contributor is Joe Baker. And Joe has sent us two photos, both black and white. The one is of people eating their lunch. Uh, and the second one is, again, of a, a market store. So uh, the one of people eating their lunch... Um, has definitely has the look of a cheap shots camera about it it's slightly blurred uh and so you can imagine that maybe this cheap camera doesn't have the the greatest of lenses uh in the background is what looks to be some it was a sort of gothic architecture building like a guild hall or a castle or something like that uh and two people a man and a lady sat uh, on the left hand side uh both with sandwiches or burgers or pies in their mouths you know eat, eating outdoors and then the second shot is uh well it says best traditional granddad's something or other uh, and uh, it's definitely a meat counter. Uh, there's lots of shrink-wrapped meat in the fridge, and sitting nicely on top of the fridge are uh, a little cow, a pig, a rabbit, and a lamb. Ah, all very tasty. Excellent. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, Graham, what do we know about this stuff from Joe? Okay, so I can tell you that uh, these pictures were taken on a Canon AF7 using a roll of Kentmere 100. Um, the Canon AF7, uh, it looks to be actually a fairly similar vintage to the um, the Canon Z135 that uh, Sinead was shooting with. Um, but this is a uh, fixed um, fixed focus, a 35mm, um, just, you know, a late generation canon point and shoot nothing too fancy but you know nice and simple um good old piece of plastic um there's a actually an article about it on uh, unsurprisingly on 35 mmc a guest review by christos theophilogianakos <laughs> i don't know why did i even go down that road didn't have to just seemed like fun at the time um so yeah good cheap shots camera that one Okay, Eric. Um, I I really like the photo of the people sitting in front of Hogwarts eating. That's uh, <laughs> pretty lovely. I like the angle on it. Um, you say Hogwarts, I say every building in the UK. How <laughs> many? See, we don't have anything like that. We have we have prisons like yeah, that. you do. Prisons. What's that place where Professor Xavier lives? <laughs> I went to see Deadpool 2 the other Hogwarts. day. Pretty yeah, sure pretty, pretty sure Professor X lives in a house like that. <laughs> it's it's very possible. I really don't know, but it, it is possible. Um do they you said Kentmere, another Kentmere. Yeah, um, Kentmere one hundred. Do they give any indication how they developed it? Uh, I, I might be able to tell you that actually. I have a feeling to, uh yeah, Rodnell. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh yeah. Um, I dig it. I dig it. So Hogwarts in Rodnall. Hogwarts in Rodnall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can see you can get some Hannah there as well. It's just a, a wonderful little. I, I like how he was probably trying to hide the camera. Uh, uh, yes. So that's that, why you that get it a, a little crooked. You know, uh, he was. A, this is Joe Baker. I'm assuming it's Joe Don Baker. 70s. Uh, <laughs> movie star <laughs> yeah oh yeah hang on let me just check yeah that's what it says yeah uh, it's nice. me joe don baker 70 movie star you may remember me from what are you going to remember from eric what, mitchell what film? Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Uh, mitchell yeah mitchell yeah mitchell. oh yeah that, that's my favorite one that he was in yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. What, what was your second favorite one that he was in <laughs> uh 
Final Final Justice, I believe, was a pretty oh, good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, mine too. So yeah, it's good to have you on board, <laughs> Joe Don Baker. <laughs> Okay, all right. Uh, do you know what you? Uh, I I like the one of the meat counter. I can understand why you don't. But that these little animals look really cute on top of there. I was thinking, yeah, tasty. Mm. <laughs> it is somewhat ironic, but yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was saying granddads, best traditional granddads. Uh, well, <laughs> may, may, maybe, maybe. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, next couple of uh, shots are uh, from. Uh, J.M. Golding and uh, these are interesting because they're not specifically of food they are more of food sculptures uh, the first one being what looks to be a rather large cupcake uh, with frosting on the top which is uh, the size of a small building and the second being a donut a chocolate donut with sprinkles but again a sculpture that looks like it might be some six or eight feet across um uh very colorful vibrant colors in in these um uh some interesting sort of color light leak type artifacts around the edges um so i'm guessing this was a properly cheap camera <laughs> i don't know graham what can you tell us uh well you, you see if you'd listened so carefully to the last one you'd know that jm golding who was the other one of the winners from the last round the cheap shots challenge uh is shooting with a holger so yes a properly good <laughs> cheap shots camera um so uh jm writes in to say i'm attaching my photos for the food cheap shots challenge i made these with my holger 120s on ektar film I know it isn't exactly Agfa Vista, but it was the least expensive medium format color film I could find, and I'm still under budget. Plus, I told the camera store staff person who photographs on film two about the cheap shots challenge, and she was quite intrigued by it. So good, getting the word out there. Um, like the last round, this was definitely a challenge for me, and I had fun with the interpretation. I made the pictures on the premises of a tech company, because obviously, um, while I was there, I noticed the gentleman with the camera that would definitely not qualify for the cheap shots challenge. Then I noticed it had microphones. I wondered what in the world was going on. After I'd been there for a little while, he approached me saying he was doing a, he was a film student making a movie about tourism at tech companies. Uh, and there was evidence that this was legitimate. And he asked to interview me. And he told me that there was he was a film photographer also. Now, I am a shy person. I mean, the fact that we only know JM as JM Golding definitely backs this up. We have no first name for JM Golding, but there you go. Um, but when he said he'd asked me what I was doing there, of course I said yes. And when he did ask me that, I told him all about the Cheap Shots Challenge. So this is great. <laughs> JM Golding has been interviewed talking about the Cheap Shots Challenge. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next adventure in the series. And thanks for keeping me company on my commute. So uh, lovely stuff there from JM. And um, I think it's great that she's out there. That's what I like about this Cheap Shots Challenge. It, it creates adventures in people's lives. Why do you think a tech company had... A giant cupcake and a giant donut. Because they can. Yeah, because it's more fun than looking at computer screens all day. Have you seen, like, the Amazon campus in Seattle? Uh, no, no, I don't think I have, just, actually. Just, you know, Google it. It's, it's kind of obnoxious. Yeah, it just, it's just what they do. Eric, this yes. is the thing I, I've only learned today. Um, you know those things on the donuts? Yes, I do. What do, you, do you. Do you know what they're called? Well, on the East Coast, we call them jimmies. Mm -hmm. 
on the uh, west coast what? and most other where other places they call them sprinkles yes yeah are you baffled by this because that's not the right name for them is it once again the americans have got the language all wrong can you tell him what they're actually called please uh well I, so so uh, yeah in the american context i would go with sprinkles but in the uk we call them hundreds and thousands yeah they're hundreds wait, and thousands wait what <laughs> ridiculous i love it <laughs> like, yeah because jimmy's is dead sensible is it a brand jimmy them on there no That's it's not, not a brand a no they've just so, so they cut they come in small plastic tubs that you buy in the bakery aisle of the supermarket and they're called hundreds and thousands presumably because there's quite a lot of them <laughs> yeah. i love it though i like the name it's almost as good as jimmy's Jimmy's makes no sense. You Jimmy a door. Jimmy is like forcing something open. You do not Jimmy sprinkles onto things. The, the same motion that you make when you're Jimmying a door, you can, you can Jimmy some sprinkles or Jimmy some Jimmy's on. on no, door, no, not buying wish. that at all. Sorry, no. no, no Disallowed. Anyway, <laughs> what what do you think of these pictures, Eric? I, love, oh, I like the donut. Yeah. We have an, uh, we had a really what's still there. I just don't go to it. We had a really good donut shop in in Seattle that their their quality just kept going down and down and down. And so I don't eat there anymore. So there's no other vegan donut shop in Seattle. So I don't I don't eat donuts anymore. And it's really just harshing my mellow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, vegan donuts. I... Because what you have to remind me what it is in the donuts that needs to be veganized because I can't just just an egg the, the butter the egg <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's just it's pretty simple they taste about the same there's really no yeah. difference yeah well get on it come on Seattle I bet they got vegan yeah. donuts in Portland you really ought to think about like Portland four or five four or five different vegan donuts in Portland yeah. there you go get on yeah. it almost a whole box full right. <laughs> okay let's move on okay so uh next contributor graham young uh right uh back to the black and whites here uh we have uh, and interestingly these look like they are um uh home developed uh with the black uh, and have the black borders on them so uh, it'd be interesting to hear the story behind this in a minute uh the first one is a close-up shot of a picnic bench which looks to have some uh half-finished uh plates of cake uh or brownies uh on it and uh the second one uh is more in uh in your vegetable way so this again is it looks like a bit of a market stall but again it's a close-up in this case of a, a a box of well it says on the sign pickle cukes uh four for a dollar um and uh so yes um uh, vegetable uh vegetable vendor there we go a vegetable vendor graham what can you tell us so these were taken uh, on a Canon Demi S half-range rangefinder. Uh, this was his second camera because his first camera was a Schmina Schmina 8M that seemed to generate its own light from the inside of the camera, slightly <laughs> yeah, obscuring an image I tried to make. Um, it doesn't have a working light meter, so I had to use the Sunny 16 rule, um, which made things a little bit more difficult. Um, uh, made more difficult by forgetting the speed of the film halfway through the 48-star roll. <laughs> yeah, my God, yeah. I mean, I I think, I, I could be wrong, but I think this is the Graham who is part of the, um, or one half of the Homemade Camera podcast. So um, I, I'm, I'm amazed that this isn't the camera he knocked up himself. Um, but still, some good half-frame goodness here. It's nice to see. Is this, this is the second half-frame, actually, isn't it? Because we had pictures earlier from the Olympus Pen EE. Yeah, the, yeah, the mouth true. picture. 
Yeah. So, uh, so Eric, can you tell us, is, um, is 25 cents the going rate for a pickle cuke? Um, yeah, it's not a bad price. It's not a bad price at all, really. Oh, well, no, so, not, not only aesthetically pleasing, but economically advantageous. Excellent work. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, I think I'd go with that one for my, for my favorite of the two as well. Uh, yeah. It doesn't make me want cucumbers. It does make me want pickles, though. Pickles are good. Anything oh pickled, anything pickled is pretty good, actually, isn't it? Let's face it. But not on board at all. <laughs> really? Like a good, like a good classic dill? No, no, thank you. Seriously? <laughs> My God, man. Uh, no, uh, I'll stick with donuts. <laughs> pickled donuts, you weirdo. Pickled donuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, there we go. So, yeah, I mean, I'm liking I'm liking the uh, the natural borders in these, um, if if they are indeed natural. Um, I I'm liking the uh, the the they're quite uh, they're quite seems to me to be quite low contrast shots, which is, which is interesting. Um, we, we've had quite because I, I guess yeah we've had quite a few high contrasty shots. So I'm kind of liking the the lower contrast on these. What yeah. was the film again? Uh, one second, I will tell you. It is, is a secret, I think. Um, no, the, yeah, no, I don't think I don't think it says in here. Um, no. I can. I mean, the, the, they are the natural frames for it. Um, you can they see are, that. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the thing with half that's frames. How I, yeah, that's how I do my photos as well. I have all the frames in mine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, like um, I I crop mine to hell. So yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> crop out all the bad bits and then really hope that the slick camera had enough resolving power to, to keep hold of the one tiny bit <laughs> well, that yeah, was absolutely. well that's yeah absolutely because I, I mean i shoot mostly with primes as well so you know you can see a composition yeah. and sometimes you can't get you can't physically get to the right place you know it's easy to say <laughs> zoom with your feet but if there's a fence in the way or or or, or something uh yeah or a ditch or or a wall or whatever then then you just can't get there sometimes but it's true uh so uh yeah i've i i am not a a photojournalist and i'm i'm certainly not a fine art photographer either so i'm quite happy to 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 uh slice and dice my photos as i see fit but this is nice mm-hmm. to see the whole things excellent good stuff graham thank you very much uh right next oh another single entry uh our penultimate contributor um now this is easy that's i love in the colors in this one uh so uh this is uh from chris mina and uh he has titled it avo toast um and uh what we've got here is a very warm tones uh a a, a warm toned table a sort of uh yellowy orange table and then a a sort of orangey brown light brown plate but what looks like a delicious uh serving of a big thick bit of toast with some sliced avocado maybe some uh, sort of tomato and salad on the top of it and some some halved you know uh, baby tomatoes around the edge not baby tomatoes just the tiny ones whatever they're called i don't know a lot about tomatoes um uh, it, it could actually they could be bacon bits on the top oh that would be nice wouldn't it bacon and avocado on toast oh yeah yeah, this is this is a picture I I'm enjoying it. Would you like some time alone? <laughs> it, with with uh, well alone with the photo, yeah, yeah, that that, that might work actually. Yes, definitely. I'm uh, oh, oof. Oof. 
Oh, uh, sir. I, I don't want you jimmying in the corner there whilst we're doing this. Um, Chris writes in, Hi, Sonny. So I originally went out to shoot a roll of film for the Cheap Shots Challenge, but somehow ended up taking touristy photos of the Brooklyn Bridge. Anyway, here's what I hope is the most millennial of submissions. Avocado toast. I think it probably is, actually. I took this on an Olympus OM10 with a 50mm 1.8. Cue Rachel and Graham with a not-so-cheap camera. I mean, you know, it is a not-so-cheap, but anyway, uh, that I got for zero dollars. And Cue Aid saying I'm technically allowed. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> is he technically allowed because it cost him zero dollars? Well, yeah, it's pretty cheap, isn't it? Now for the fun part. This roll of film I also got for zero dollars after I found it in a camera bag at my local thrift store. They let me have it for free since I shop there often. What did I discover about this expired and off-brand roll of 35mm film? It's Film Ferrania, a 200 ISO 87.2, which I think used to be branded as Solaris under the actual Ferrania name. The one I have was a store rebrand. I will share the New York City shots later. Cheers and stuff, Chris. Uh, so there you go. Chris is um, always good for checking out actually his feed for shots in New York and also lots of nice portraits on there as well. He, uh, I saw some cool pictures. I think Chris got in touch. He's he's made some shoot film be nice t-shirts, which is very cool. I enjoy seeing those. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. So avocado on toast, uh, Eric. I mean, as Chris said, the most millennial. That's not it bacon is. bits. That's that's that. It looks like a nice. That's salsa, vegan. Yes, salsa, salsa. Yeah, that was um, very nice. I I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand why people would put avocado on toast. It's gross. Oh, but it's I also not don't. Gross. Oh, oh, it is. So I also don't. But I don't understand why the with the backlash. Like, oh, it's millennials and their avocado on toast. I don't understand like why anybody would care. Yeah, strange. Strange. What do you, what do you think about the photo, then, Eric? <laughs> Oh, that. Well, I'm getting there. I, I, you could tell that it is the Solaris film. It has that, that it's just um, that, that very orange film. I love Solaris. And I've only shot you know, a handful of rolls of it because we, we don't get it a lot over here. Can you still get so it? No. I mean, I, you can if you, like, you know, if you buy it on eBay or something. But right. we could never just go to a shop and buy it. You'd have to buy, I think, some uh, Seattle Filmworks film was Ferrania. And then once in a while, if you'd see a generic that said Made in Italy on the back, that would be Ferrania. But other than that, you can't get it. Right. Mm. Um, but yeah, I like, I like uh, you can tell it's a nice lens. And, you know, I guess, it, I guess it's okay to... Uh, to to submit something with that that actually looks nice for the cheap shots challenge. It just looks like a nice photo. It's interesting, isn't it, that given the fact that the topic is food, this is pretty much the only picture of a plate of food we've got. I mean, when you think about Instagram, which is quite often nothing but pictures of plates of food, <laughs> we ha we have a round of the challenge, which is food, and we only have one picture, which is a picture of a plate of food. And it, it is really surprising. Yeah, I, I, I really like avocado on toast with salsa. There's a place in my local town that does that, and um, it's Yummo. <laughs> Much better than bloody pickled anything. Oh. <laughs> okay, so so not only is this the only plate of food we have a photograph of, but it is it is one of the most uh, divisive plates of food that you could possibly imagine. <laughs> uh, there's nothing that can't be improved with some bacon across the top of it. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay excellent thank you chris and now to uh last but definitely not least uh contributor to round five of the cheap shots challenge it is friend of the show alex purcell uh and alex has chosen to share with us some shots of what looks like uh what looks like a pub dinner actually right uh, and, and a family affair at that uh, we have uh, two, possibly three generations of people sharing dinner. Um, I'm loving the image uh, of the little boy dipping a chip in, in uh, uh, on somebody else's plate. <laughs> that's, that, that's a nice one. Um, and then the, the other photo is... is uh, well, the 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 it is more of a portrait actually. In some ways, you've got uh, the the little boy again, a bit tired and uh, looking directly into the camera with soulful eyes. Um, you know, this is this is something that resonates with me. Uh, you know, because I think well, maybe it does with a lot of British people who who've often been out to, for for pub dinners as a family. Graham, over to you. Okay, so uh, Alex writes in, um, Hi Sunbeams, my cheap shots camera is an immaculate Zenit EM with a Helios 44 lens. I mean, this makes me laugh. Mm. The, the concept of an immaculate Zenin, Zenit <laughs> is, I mean, basically, cause like those things come out of the factory crap, um, but they're indestructible crap, so they will look the same in a hundred years time as they do when they come out of the factories they can be in mint condition that condition is just terrible um so you know we just need to all recognize this um he said which like me is from 1978 although i'm noticeably rough around the edges well you know as i said they're indestructible <laughs> they're just you know uh, obsidian turds um i took both of my shots while out for a lovely family meal with the in-laws my boy oscar after polishing off a huge serving of spag bowl turned his attention to his granddad's dinner he's quite a chip thief this is shot on bulk road bulk rolled hp5 at 1600 iso and developed in stock id11 okay all right well hey thanks alex uh eric what do you reckon the, the the picture uh with the, the kid cuddling up to his granddad is just beautiful it is isn't it yeah it really it's like it pulls at your heartstrings it's just a a wonderful wonderful photo i can't say enough nice things but it. it's just a beautiful beautifully shot beautifully framed the composition is wonderful it's kind of an action shot at the same time uh and I love how his, his little face is obscured by, you know, granddad going in for more. It's just To be fair to granddad, it's granddad's plate. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the not like he's play. stealing the kid's food or anything. <laughs> Get it while you can. Uh, it's just a beautiful shot. I, I love it. I love this. Yeah. Uh, I I do I like I like the other one. I think for me this brings back a lot of fa- yeah as I say it brings back a lot of family memories for me in in you know of of three generations of family enjoying a pub dinner yeah that mm-hmm. that's that's something that that resonates with me from when I was a kid so uh, you know it's good for me it has a really uh, a re- really good uh, connotations you know it it, it speaks yeah. it speaks of good times yeah uh, so. Uh, yeah, I really like really like those as well. Okay, wow, blimey! So here we go. Um, we that that's it. That that's all of it. Um, uh, what a what a collection of photos. Um, 
uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'm not going to try and, and summarize that because, of course, they're all different. And um, I just will uh, repeat what I said at the start, which is thank you ever so much, everybody, for contributing. Uh, fantastic to see so many photos, uh, different uh, interpretations and expressions of the theme of food there. And um, wow. Yeah, Graham. Um, uh, are, are, are there any rules? Is there a, is there a thing we need to talk about now? Do we need to get Eric to nominate a recipient of the prize? Do we need uh, do we need to be reminded what the prize is? And where where are we going next? Okay, so yes, um, we need Eric to pick some winners for us. So so we can remember uh, the very kind folks uh, or folk, well, folks, uh, but folk in particular, Paul from Analog Wonderland has very kindly given us some prizes for this round of the Cheap Shots Challenge. So Eric, what we yes. need you to do is pick your favorite two pictures. Two. Uh, for, for which uh, we'll both receive a prize from Analog Wonderland. Um, which, uh, yeah, which was not, not, we never expected there would be prizes for this. We're baffled by this as everybody else is, but now there actually is some real pressure on you. So, um, what, what were the prizes before? Before, well, in the last round, um, which was judged by Mike Padua, um, he very kindly and whilst we were literally recording the show, went, Oh, I'll give, uh, give a prize of um, some a gift voucher for yeah. you know, Shoot Film Co., which was fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, and that was very unexpected. Before that, there were zero prizes because obviously, yeah. <laughs> which is what, um, and then yeah, Paul got in touch and said, Well, actually, you know, I'd like to give some prizes for this round, so um, yeah, fantastic and wonderful. And uh, but, uh, <laughs> and as I said last time, don't expect this to happen next time but but you never know it might do who knows who knows what will happen um because <laughs> there are some pretty awesome people out there um so yeah got to i think if my memory serves me correctly which it might not do i think the prize was a 25 pounds gift voucher for analog wonderland um so oh, nice. pretty cool nice um so no pressure no no i have i've selected four which is <laughs> Oh that, dear. That's twice as many as you need. Twice as many. So you've got a uh, so, short list. What you're saying is you've got a short list, actually, which is I a do good have process. A, a good process. Yeah. yeah, I have a short list. So do you, do you want to talk us through your short list then? Eric? Well, my, my short list started off strong with the the dine in takeout Tony Skokovic uh, shot. Um, I like that really one. Love I like that, that one. I really yeah. love that one. It's just it's it, it's it's a photo that I, I that I'd want to take and that's uh that's fun um and then moving the, to paul friday's uh death to the children on siamese dream album <laughs> uh i love that i think it's just i don't do any funny photos really so it's just kind of neat to see humor you know we can laugh sometimes um and then uh the next one would be matthew joseph's uh, death-defying food court photo, hanging, you know, photo. Uh, I love the colors in that, and I don't understand what happened with with the stitching, but I'm cool with that too. So, what's and the choice going to be? Was, that Come was three, on. was it? That was three. Oh, three. Yeah. Oh, another one. Sorry. And, oh, then, and, then, and then the Alex Purcell's uh, kid with eyes is is. Uh, that that is that's the last on the short list and i think the first on the the main list this is my number one right here is is the kid with eyes uh alex purcells okay so we've got our first winner there yes 
Well done, and, Alex. Yeah, uh, and I think I think I'm gonna go. Oh man, I think I'm gonna go with. I hate to do two black and whites, but I think I'm gonna go with Tony Skokovic's uh, opening soon shot. I think that's, that's a, a worthy choice. Shot. Yeah. First and last. First picture looked first at and last. last. I, I kind of dosed in the middle of all of this whole thing. So I got the <laughs> beginning and I got the ending, but I nailed it. No, that's awesome. Two very different, but very cool shots. I really love both of them. I've, I've really enjoyed all of the pictures in this round. Um, thank you so much to everybody who's taken part because um, they were all brilliant. Uh, and, and the ones that you shortlisted were all, all cracking shots. But um yeah, I really like both of those. So congratulations to Tony and to Alex. Um, if you can drop me an email, guys, and then I will um, do whatever I need to do at my end to make things work, uh, which will be simpler in some cases than others, because I don't think I'm Analog Wonderland ship to Canada yet, but that's all right, because I'll get them to ship to me, and then I'll ship to you, um, Tony. So don't worry, we'll make that work. Um, but yeah, congratulations on both of those uh, two awesome pictures um yeah. yeah great stuff great stuff uh and i've really enjoyed looking uh, really enjoyed looking at these and talking through them um uh, we are gonna take a quick break and then uh well then then eric's job gets a little bit harder doesn't it eric you know what's coming you knew sure, what happened yeah. you knew what was coming when you signed up for this gig you know it's not all yeah. just it's not all just a nice chat with friends and and looking at nice photos you know there's, no, there's... I, I have to go look at aiden rachel's one or oh. both of you yeah yeah go look at <laughs> garbage <laughs> yeah okay all right let's take that break And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is the time of reckoning. It is the the bit that, well, I look forward to uh, uh, as a challenge of trial by fire. Um, I think I probably on balance, I prefer talking through and looking at the listener contributions to this bit. Graham gets a little bit arsy at times and it kind of kills the vibe for me a bit. But you're not going to do that this time, are you, Graham? I, I, I don't get arsy. I, I, what happens is that sometimes the, the judges, some of the judges, not all, in fact, you know, proportionally, very few of the judges, because most of them actually realise what's in front of them and they say, I'm the winner. But some of the judges have got a bit confused and mistakenly said that you or Rachel are winners. Um, and that's upsetting to me because you just think, oh, it, it, you know, you can see somebody making those mistakes and you just want to help them. But... It's it's tricky, but I I have every confidence in in Eric's wisdom and um, ability to see the good in the world that he will make the right choice because Eric seems to me like a very very smart man, so I trust him. Okay, well I tell you what, I tell you what, shall we talk about Rach first, seeing as she isn't here? Oh God, yeah, lazy <laughs> Rachel and her one lazy picture. <laughs> I've still not met her. Well, oh, you know, if you never had the opportunity to speak to Rach, oh, no. well, you'll have to come back on the show on a week when she's here. Then, um, when she can be bothered to turn up with her lazy one picture. Man. Okay. Well, I tell you what. So uh, let's have a look at this picture, shall we? From Rach, uh, this is yeah. a color picture. 
Uh, it is a picture that's clearly been taken in the centre of Liverpool because I can see the liver building in the background. And it's of a crowd of people in front of a donut truck. Yeah, see, she's even trying to rub it in your face that you can't have donuts anymore, Eric. Oof. Um, <laughs> and, and actually, Rachel sent Rachel and Aid both emailed this in, which is very good of you. Um, it was showed this was shot with a Canon Sure Shot, which is a, an old 80s point and shoot um, on Agfa Vista 200. Uh, and she says in here. Um, I won't get a chance to chat with Eric. I hope he likes the fancy pink signage in my shot. I chose it especially because Aid mentions he likes signs. Pandering! <coughs> um, uh, Eric, don't let yourself be swayed by the mean things they all right, Graham, are saying about me. <laughs> One thing I didn't I look- tell Rachel is that, that, that signs that are completely obscured by whole bunches of people are not really Eric's style. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hey ho! Over to you, Eric. Are you, this is uh, not this is not judgment time. This is this is just what do you think about the photo? We'll have to go through all the photos before you pass judgment. So, oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't dream of passing judgment. Uh, no, I that's the really job. Am- actually, that's why oh. you're here. <laughs> well, I would dream of it then. I dream of passing judgment. So, I like the guts of shooting color in a really gray, dismal scene. Oh, I don't know. England. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I I think it's great because uh, you know the the colors weirdly pop. Is that the the Agfa that yeah. does that? Does it? It's so nice. It's really nice. I gotta get me some of that. Um, yeah. I mean, there's people. I like it. Yeah, I mean that's it. There's, there's people. I mean, compared to the last um, round where her shots weren't even close to being on topic, at least this one does have something that would borderline pass as food. I mean, you're looking at those donuts in those pictures. Would you eat those donuts, Eric? I mean, not not the ones on the picture. No, no, they don't look good, do they? They look well. They do. Uh, they do look good. I'll give them that. Yeah. You don't understand anything fried. It's <laughs> automatically just tasty. <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> how it works. No way around that. Okay. I mean, lo- lots of the backs of people's heads. So you know, I mean, if you fry them, them, yes, they're also good. <laughs> um, question: the on and on the uh, on the food truck on the right hand side of it, there is what we call cotton candy. What do you guys call that? That's candy floss. Candy floss. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yes, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I think I did hear it called that on an episode of Call the Midwife. So yes, that, that, that all checks out. <laughs> Tell me you watch every- that because your wife likes it. <laughs> she she refuses to watch it. Oh wow, okay, okay. In my house, it's the other way. A show about nuns. I uh-huh. I feel I feel vaguely embarrassed that you know that what Rachel has chosen to to take a picture of as an example of food in Britain is basically like a, a wagon full of the like worst teeth rotting artery hardening garbage that this country can possibly put in front of you. Um, See, you even... guys, this is what happens when you lose a revolutionary war to America. We just give you a bunch of crappy food. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry guys. But you know, it, 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 that's, that's an angle on what happened. Yeah. It's a good history <laughs> angle, uh, angle on historical events. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's accurate. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Everybody perceives it from a different point of view, don't they? So let's let's just go with that. Let's just go with that. 
okay yeah. well there we go okay so that is rachel's actually rachel's single entry uh for for this round um which i had i can't criticize too much because last round i didn't get any entries in um next in the list is oh it's a graham shot Okay, right. We have two shots from Graham. Uh, yeah, I might take two whole pictures in the two months that we've had that so, Rachel might take one picture in. So the first uh, seems to be a copy of Stig's shot, actually. <laughs> um, tell, tell us, tell us about your uh, your your um, fraudulent still life photography, Graham. How very dare you? Okay, so this picture, um, I was. I, I, I remember that client's house that we went to to take the pictures for your um, project last year. Oh, right? well, the Graham of Thrones house. Yes, exactly. Cool. So I was working there and my client wasn't there. Um, so you and went, I went inside? <laughs> yeah, I went inside and took these pictures. But long story short, went inside and took these pictures because um, it's a real old um, old farmhouse kind of thing, isn't it? As you can it is. Correct. And, I guess, and I'm guessing by, from this that actually the windows are fairly easy to open, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> no i unfortunately i had i have a key to get in there so i can at least get water and stuff like that so i can keep myself hydrated when i'm at work um but it's got the kitchen is very um very oldie worldy um but also very very dark which is why i had to take these pictures in the light of the window um and yeah so for the listeners benefit this is some some very old garlic um a, a bunch of old garlic um beautifully positioned uh in front of a an old wine bottle in the background and it's got a real rustic charm to it lovely soft warm tones to it and um the camera's really done a nice job of uh showing this off um and you, you compare it to stigs but actually i feel like it's got a, a lot more uh artistic flair to it than stig's picture had um i think this picture really <laughs> speaks to the soul of food in in so many ways it's um but i mean, I, I, I don't want to lead the judge on this but you know okay no i'll make a cut and you know i i really like the light in this photo what's the the sort of plasticky looking thing the plastic that we think what's the right yes Oh, that's a rolling pin. It's an, an old um, marble rolling pin thing. So, oh, it's a marble. Oh, oh, it's a decorated rolling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I like. I like the light. I, I like the light in this definitely. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's not that it's up to me to choose, of course, because it, it's Eric is the one that needs to uh, to to comment. Well, you can really tell that somehow or another, Stig saw this picture and was just like, "I need to do something like that," but I'm not going to be as beautiful as Graham. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's, that's everyone's problem. Is no one can be as beautiful as me. I mean, it's. I know. Why? Why are they even trying? I don't know. Why? What do you do? The lighting is wonderful. What, what? What kind of film was this? This was Agfa Vista Two Hundred. So it's, it's it's hard to believe, isn't it? Looking at you know the kind of the terrible grey, kind of muddy, flat picture that Rachel took with Agfa Vista Two Hundred. That these pictures that I've submitted were shot on the same film. It's like wow, it goes to show what can happen when it's put in the hand of somebody who can really squeeze the most out of that film. It's true. Yours has a lot of pinks and donuts in it. Oh, I'm sorry. That was that was Rachel's. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, okay. I do like the color. The, the, the film is just awesome. It's 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 so warm. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's it's yeah, good shot. Uh, I like it. Um, next shot from Graham then is uh, well, I'm guessing these are runner beans, are they? They are runner beans. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know that's it's on its way to food growing weight. Obviously, a lot of 
a lot of the time I get to take pictures of food, it's mostly while I'm trying to grow it. So these are some um, young sort of saplings of uh, runner bean plants growing up the bean poles there. Um, and yeah, and again, it's still on the same roll of film. Um, but again, it just it shows off how blue and versatile Aquavista really is because that's a much sunnier day, obviously. And as you were saying before, I, you know, that it's got a good pop of colour in there when you give it a chance. It does. It's uh, it you can tell it's a two hundred speed when you when you throw it into the sun. Yeah, there's like a bit of a uh, like a fade to it. I like mm. that. Um, I, I'm always impressed when people grow things because I, I grow can't. lots of things. Yeah, That's I so grow. Cool. <laughs> I grow so many things. I grew these especially uh, to take a picture of them so that you could see them, so that you would be impressed by me growing. There's kind of like that two is... skills on display here. There's the growing and then the photographing of the growing thing. It's Wow. Yeah. This is all you. I mean, yeah. The horizon's this a bit is... skew if though. It's sort of at like 20 degrees or so. That's a deliberate choice. This, the, 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 so this kind of artistic choice that you, you have, you'll get to this level, eh? But, you know, I really wanted to get the architectural of the, of the frames of the, um, the, the, the long uh, support for these beans growing up. You know, it's almost like a, a dinosaur spine off in the background. It's, um, yeah. So were you kneeling? Or lying on the ground. I was uh, I was very close to the ground at this point. I think I was quite lying on it, but I was very very close to the ground. Oh, yeah. see, you weren't you weren't lying on the ground then. Yeah, I, <laughs> this is, uh, not totally not committed quite. then. No. no. Well, it's because there That's... wasn't enough room to lie behind it because there's a hedge right behind there. So mm, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I was two inches off the ground. I mean, I feel like that's that's quite quite low to the ground. I mean, you know, it's, it is. It's very. It's it's pretty low. Yeah, it's pretty low. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty low. Oh, okay. Well, well, there we go. So, so the next two then, uh, and the last two that we will talk about this evening, I, I shouldn't really introduce because uh, they're my entries. So, so Graham, oh. would you like to to talk about uh, the glory of my entries? Yes, certainly. So next up, Eric, we've got a couple of half-assed efforts from Aid coming. Um, I don't know quite. I think his camera's broken because there seems to be some problem with massive vignetting going on. So these were shot with um, his uh, Olymp. No, not Olympus. It's a Pentax. Um, what is it? Your Auto One Ten? It is. It's a Pentax Auto One Ten. Yep, absolutely. So yeah. So his allegedly cheap Pentax Auto 110 wasn't definitely was not under budget, but you know we, we don't want to yeah, make yeah, him feel bad about that. Definitely round. was. Um, so, and can you explain to me? It, 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 I was it's not. It's a strawberry. Um, yes. <laughs> how, and how did you get? How did you? Okay, well, thank you for pointing <laughs> that down. Surely um, you must recognise that. <laughs> and and how did you get? Because these are very um, macro esque shots. Um, how did you get this very close up look, Aid? So yes, so uh, I I um, uh, as you know uh, I shoot a uh, as you just said I shoot a Pentax Auto One Ten, which has a normal lens, which it, for for that format is a, a twenty four mil. Not very close focusing. Um, and uh, so I thought uh, my interpretation of the brief, I thought, you know, I'd go for something that's close up and interesting and uh, fill the whole frame with my subject. Uh, so I grabbed a secondary lens at the drawer, flipped it backwards and uh, took some macro shots. So actually the, the, the vignetting uh, that you see on the on the strawberry shot is uh, is a result from having uh, uh, another lens reversed that's that's held in front of the camera. So yeah, uh -huh. quite quite technically challenging uh, to take this shot, uh, and um, you know required a lot of thought and planning, and uh, and actually uh, 
the the colours and the light uh, are a factor of having deliberately chosen to go out in the golden hour and positioning things nicely in the garden so they can get the best light. Mm, I like the fact that the bit right where your eye settles in the middle is so nicely out of focus. I think that's the bit. It's like this big. <laughs> <laughs> Big out of focus blob in this. I mean, it's quite hard to, to see what it, this amorphous red gob of stuff. No, no um, it's is. not. It's anyway. quite easy to see that it's a strawberry. And um, and the fact that obviously you then, as well as already having a camera that was almost certainly over budget in the first place, you then had to use a second piece of equipment, which was already, I'm sure, more than the initial budget was just for this secondary lens, to give you this incredible just vignetting, this lopsided circle of... Uh, gack in the middle but still i mean it's some interesting choices I, I think that's the thing about it. that's what i like about this picture is you made interesting choices i mean they weren't they weren't good choices but they were interesting choices <laughs> eric what do you think <laughs> well is this the same technique you used for the macro uh cheap shots challenge uh yeah it is actually which is partly okay. uh, partly where i got the idea from because i was thinking uh i uh what uh, expression uh, uh, of this particular thing that I should go for um, I'm not exactly a chef um, you know and so rather than uh, taking a photograph of some beans on toast or something like that I thought I'd try and be a bit more creative in the way I interpreted it so, so one trick pony is what you're saying <laughs> yeah but it's a hell of a good trick mate and it'll beat you <laughs> <laughs> it's Cornell, what do you think of this first effort uh, I, I, yeah, I'm with you. There's not really <laughs> much you can say about it, is there? It's like, no, oh. I, I, no, no, I'm compelled. <laughs> I'm, I am. No, I don't do macro much at all, and I'm always like kind of impressed with like, oh my god, that's really freaking close to a strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is though. I mean, it is. Yeah, it is. It is really I, close to a strawberry. It's really freaking close to a strawberry. Um, I love the what what, what film. Uh, it's Lomo Tiger Two Hundred, which is uh, one uh, of the few one ten films you can buy fresh these days. Oh, that's right. I wonder what that is. It's yeah, I I don't know actually, uh, but it does have lovely warm colours. Yeah, the, when I take it, you know, a lot of the shots that I take uh, with it come out very nice, uh, warm in a nice way. Yeah. Yeah, I love the I love the colors on it. I do like the. You can tell it's not vignetting. You can tell that it's you know there's yeah. something else going on it's there. And not, I like it's not as nice as the vignette, is it? It's just it's, <laughs> oh, awkward. You know, and I do like the random blurriness, even the blur in the middle. Uh, it's 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 something that that would be like I don't know, like on the wall of a of a cheeky cafe of some kind. Okay, I'll take it, that. Yeah, commercially no, viable. I mean, I'm, I'm hearing commercially viable. I like that. <laughs> well, I mean Portland, but yeah. Well, obviously not in Seattle. It'd be on the wall of a crap cafe that would go out of business within I mean, three three to four weeks. So, so, so I think we're all agreed we like this one. Should we move on to my second entry? <laughs> Oh, God, I, I, this is what happens every time. It just baffles me, completely baffles me. This is why I get so upset, because the, I, I, the judges seem to get... I think, are you looking at different pictures to the ones that I'm looking at? Okay, let's look at this second one, which I assume was a misfire on your camera. Age. So, um, no, 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 no enti entirely, uh, entirely planned. Uh, this one I call Broccoli Moon. Um, so it, the, this is, uh, again, a macro shot of, uh, in this case, some fresh broccoli. And uh, very, very close up uh, uh, with a, a, a similarly wafer thin um, focal plane. 
and uh, or depth of field i should say uh, and uh, yeah and the uh, the use of the extra lens which creates that uh, that vignetting effect uh, has uh, conspired with me to make it look like a, a broccoli moon uh, a moon or a planet or a, if you're a star wars fan a death star i suppose although i've never seen a death star made of broccoli but there you go first time for everything I'm, i mean i'm not sure you've ever seen the moon either if you think that that's what the moon looks like i mean other than round do you look at anything round and go oh, is that a moon that must be very confusing for you. Um, what you think must... isn't it? What you think isn't the important thing, is it? I mean, strawberries <laughs> and broccoli. What a bourgeoisie lifestyle we're seeing on display here. But uh, anyway, <laughs> you can... <laughs> carry on, Eric. <laughs> well, uh, all bouginess aside, uh, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of broccoli. <laughs> you play straight into his strengths here. I like strawberries. I like broccoli. Uh, again, I like the blur in it. I like the the, the really thin uh, uh, depth of field. Uh, I like the variation that you can see in the little in the little tiny flowerettes, which you don't really notice when you're just chopping up broccoli to throw in the wok. Uh, and I like the it's a very muted yellow, you know, some green, but very muted yellows and blues in there. I really dig it. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the, the light, a lot of the light comes from, again, having gone out, uh, you know, uh, near to sunset, uh, golden hour type stuff, and so it's a very warm light that it was shot in. Oh, yeah, yeah, really looks very warm light. I mean, the thing is, like, you look at the uh, artistic effort that's gone into this, and basically he's just held a lens in front of it and gone, whoop, and got as close as he can to something and taken a picture. Um, that's, that's macro photography. That's <laughs> literally... <laughs> I mean, but but this is like this is like bad macro photography. I think that's the thing that's that's really leaping out is like. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a shame because I quite enjoyed your copy of Stig Still Life, <laughs> and, and I complimented you on the light in it. You know, and and you know, it's a nice photo that, but it's, it's seemingly you you can't recognise that in in my work. <laughs> Have you guys no. thought about? Like Aid oh, okay. taking a photo and then Graham mimicking the photo and then Graham taking a photo and Aid mimicking the photo just to it, see who that takes wouldn't the end well. That wouldn't end well. Uh, <laughs> I, I think my it idea seems like such a good down. idea. <laughs> I think, I think stick, sticking with a reasonably broad theme is as close as we dare get to that. It might get a little bit more feisty even if... Uh... Uh, I just wanted to see some blood as well. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, well... <laughs> Uh, there we go there we go anyway anyway so there we have that that is the uh th those are i should say uh the sunbeams entries for round five of the cheap shots challenge uh, great that was fun so i guess we can wrap it up then yeah oh, yeah no. good show no. I'm glad, yeah, glad, yeah. wonderful no, great show <laughs> we need to know we need to know eric come on yeah so is there, let's let, let's give Eric a moment to consider. I mean, it's a it's a monumental decision he has to make. I haven't, so. yeah, I haven't had you know the last ten minutes to think about this. Yeah, it's so true. so so Graham, you know, are there any are there any? Uh, will I win a prize? Is is that how this works, or is it? Is it uh, okay, I mean, what happens yeah. then? 
I mean, well, if Aid wins, then he starts to claw back some of the clashing, clashing, crushing deficit of wins that I you don't think. Have. Don't think I have a crushing oh, deficit. I mean, I'm pretty sure you do. I, but we don't have the numbers in front of us. But I'm pretty sure that at the moment you've, you've, I think you've lost every single one. I think that's how I remember these things. I'm pretty sure that's how it is. Um, so you, you, you get to at least reclaim some of your dignity uh, if you win. Um, uh, you know, I think that's the best you can possibly hope for. Surely, uh, um, if Rachel wins, um, there's a steward's inquiry. That's what happens. That's what Rachel wins. Is a steward's inquiry. <laughs> uh, and if I win, um, I don't know, uh, the adulation of the thousands heaped upon me. Doesn't that seem fair? As a breakdown of prices. <laughs> uh, yeah, f- f- fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, the thousands will only cheer. If Graham wins, <laughs> well, do you know what? It's interesting. Do you know what? It's interesting. It's uh, it, 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 it's one man's vision of the world through a rather strange lens. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it, let, let's not worry about let, let's not worry about that. Let's um, let, let let's just let Eric uh, pontificate and uh, and 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 judge. Let's let you know, you're here to judge, Eric. Um, you know, uh, step forward and judge. Well, let's look at uh, Rachel's is wonderful. I really like the colors. I like that she had the guts to shoot it on a cloudy day. It is a picture of a bunch of people in public, but nobody is looking at the camera. Yeah. True. That's not, not interesting. That's not interesting, is it? No, yeah, that do, Rachel, I, that's not, not interesting, Bruce. Sorry. No, no, I do, I do really like her photo, but I'm, uh, yeah. Um, and Graham's photo of the 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 icky broccoli is is really a, a really wonderful. That's not mine. Really... That was that's no, Aid's hang on. Mine's, mine's... icky broccoli. I'm, I'm sorry. Did I say broccoli? I meant yeah. I meant garlic. I'm sorry. Garlic. Definitely, Graham the took the photo of the garlic. Yes. yes. Yeah. The the icky garlic. The icky garlic mm-hmm. is uh, it's a very beautiful, very soft. Uh, photo. I like it a lot, but I think I'm going to have to settle on AIDS strawberry. Oh my oh, god, you yes. are absolutely Woo! kidding me. How no, I just have... oh, a lot. An outrage. Yeah. Listeners, you'll be you'll be able to see these photos. This is uh, oh my god. I I I need to go and have a sit down. I'm gonna pass out from shock now. You're already sitting. Oh yeah. All right. Well, okay. Good point. Well made. I'll have to sit down more. I'll stand up and then sit down. You're you're just two inches off the ground. And you, <laughs> yeah, but oh, that... so not fully committed. Yeah. Not fully. No. <laughs> I'm hovering. <laughs> uh, well, congrats! Congratulations. Um, I mean, out of the two, uh, the fact that you picked the strawberry uh, over the. Oof. You, I think you might need new glasses, Eric. But uh, I do. But I mean, the broccoli's nice. I mean, it's 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 fun. And I think I would have liked it more if the if the, um, the in focus bits were at the bottom, and so you were kind of staring off into the distance of broccoli. Oh, okay, <laughs> fair point. Broccoli. Yeah. Um, I probably would have went with that, but I like the strawberry, and it, it caught my eye immediately. Oh, it's just uh, bright red. That's the only thing. It's just bright I'm, red, like a bloody I'm magpie. Yeah, oh I'm basically God. a magpie or a raccoon. It's true. It's true. <laughs> well, congratulations, Aid. I don't know how Thank this you very has happened. Much. 
Um, listeners... I, I'm, I'm curious as well, but I'm very grateful to Eric. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna, I was gonna pick Rachel's, but you know. I okay, right. It. I see. I see. Okay, this is just uh, an absolute outrage. Well, this is now we know why Eric's not allowed on the show. Uh, except with great long pause in between. Now, listen, Eric. We're gonna need, we need you to do one more thing before you go. Um, we need you. This is the thing we started doing with the last one. We need you to pick what's going to be the next round of the Cheap Shots Challenge. So I'm going to give you the options that we still have left in the box okay. of delights here. So listen carefully and then pick which one you want. So we have still left. We have nature. We have abstract, we have travel, we have fine art, we have fashion. Fascism? <laughs> we have, no, well, I mean, potato. Um, okay. Fashion, we have architecture, we have hmm. landscape, and we have people. So out of all those, what would you like to choose to be the topic for the next round of the Cheap Shots Challenge? Oh, let's go landscape landscape Ooh, okay landscape yes awesome. that, that's, that's i think it's another good one it's it feels strange that we haven't done landscape because i mean that's hard oh, but yeah has, that seems like the default yeah, yeah. Oh, we got it. well there you go thank you very much for choosing that eric that's everybody are landscape that's that's another nice well i'm not going to say easy because i don't think any of these are ever <laughs> easy As, and speaking of somebody who never shoots landscapes it's definitely not going to be an easy one for me but um you now know what the next thing is so get get thinking and, and get shooting now mm. i guess yeah okay well brilliant um well what can i say um thanks again to all the listeners who have submitted photos for this round um been fantastic we've i've really enjoyed uh looking through those uh, and talking about them with graham and eric so thank you uh, thank you thank you thank you um special thanks to eric as well um for yes, coming along thanks, to eric. to help us help us judge uh that that's awesome uh eric i, mm -hmm. I know it's a it's a tough ask you know that there's a uh, there's a large community out there that listens to this show and you know i wouldn't want you to uh to to start receiving uh dodge, dodgy social media <laughs> messages for the decisions you've made but i think actually Those are the you've, only you've, kind um, of social media messages i receive yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i think you've made a good strong decision uh, uh so i i'm pretty confident the 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 sunny 16 podcast community will back your decision i um, thought you might believe that <laughs> <laughs> they will be outraged they will um, be rioting in the streets uh, i mean I can't, I can't be held responsible but this is what this is what's happened I, i'm we do like to give our guests of course on the show a chance to direct our visitors to look at their own work have you got any uh, projects or, or or web presences you'd like uh, our listeners to go and, and consume your work well um i'm posting a lot on ig and Flickr. um on Instagram, I am conspiracy of cartographers with dots between the on the either side of the of. Um, and on Flickr, just search load film and subdued light. I haven't changed that over yet. Um, and you'll find my my photos there. Basically, the same photos that are on Instagram, but bigger and nicer because it's not Instagram. <laughs> and probably still owned by you <laughs> excellent that's brilliant Th thanks eric uh i would also like to say thanks again to paul 
uh, from Analog Wonderland for the prizes uh, that uh, he has very kindly uh, donated to our listeners. Uh, and well done uh, to the winners. Um, sorry that Rach can't be here. Graham, uh, it's been a pleasure as always. Yep, it's been a real pleasure. <laughs> And on that note, um, I expect it's time that we should close the show, given that uh, it's, a, it's another monster. Um, so you can get in touch with us on the internet pretty much everywhere, Sunny 16 Podcast. Uh, but please subscribe to the show, which you can do either at sunny16podcast.com or anywhere else that you get uh, your, usually get your podcasts. Uh <laughs> I, I, I'm out, actually. Uh, uh, this is the longest show I've ever done, I think. And I, I'm absolutely lost for words. And so I will let Rachel's band rocker play us out with their music. Thank you all. Good night. And we'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.